Hey, everybody. As I walked from the car to the studio here, I had on my Gooder sunglasses. I took off the proper beams, put on the sunnies. These things started about 25 bucks. They're 100% polarized. They got fun, dumb names like the Back Nine Blackout, Flamingos on a Booze Cruise, Donkey Goggles. Great for running, cycling, working out, golfing. I've used them driving in the car. I use them as I walk. I, I love these things. I love my gooders. They don't slip on my nose. Every other sunglass slips on my nose. Not the gooders. They stay right in place the way they're supposed to. Now, if you want to support our show and try a pair of gooders, they are giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. That's right. You can go to gooder.com slash pardo and use code pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. That is gooder.com slash pardo. Use code pardo for free shipping. G-O-O-D-R dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Then use the code P-A-R-D-O for free shipping. Gooder.com slash pardo. Code pardo. Gooder. I'm better way to wear sunglasses. Hey, I just saw an article that said uh, we should have a half year resolutions, like halfway through the year, we should have a new year's resolution. And that's coming up in June here. So why not uh, learn a new language? Uh, that could be your half year resolution if you want it to be. And uh, I've been doing that. I've been learning a new language with Babbel. Uh, Babbel is a, a great way to make yourself a, a better person. You can communicate in different languages. I love it because, uh, you know, I find myself in situations where I'm at a soccer game, like a kid's soccer game and the parents from the other team maybe you're speaking spanish and now i can i can spy on them i know what's going on i can i can get the uh get the, the lowdown on the uh, the opponent's strategy so that's helpful look there's studies from yale michigan state university and uh, other universities that they keep proving Babel is better one study found that using Babel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college that's pretty insane uh Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash pardo. Babbel. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way, cause it's been one of those days. We're back, baby! Uh, we're back! We're back stronger than ever! I've given you lives! Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. <laughs> he knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Live. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the program, episode 3216, the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. A little piece of dust in front of me. Not going to tolerate that. Uh, here's another one. What the fuck happened over in here? Was there a party over the weekend? What the shit is happening in here? What the shit is happening? Is this the type of bullshit that Garen pulls? 
Huh? He doesn't bring he doesn't bring his lovers back to his apartment. He brings them in here. All oh, the things that table has seen. Now that you have keys, huh? Now that you have keys, you bang around in here on the weekend, right? That's how to how to survive that. How to survive sex with Garen? You guys should do that episode. That's not a bad episode. Bring in one of your former lovers. It'd be a short episode, probably. What do you mean? You've had lovers. Not a lot. I'm not. Yeah, I'm but not you, as prolific as people like to think I am. Well, nobody thinks you are. First of all, <laughs> I don't know what we're. I have famously been called the sex king. From who? Jesse Thorne sat in that very chair. For humor, he said king. that, and you may no, have misunderstood by the time serious. I got past his fucking beard. <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed as to how improbable that was. <laughs> yes, he said it for uh, Garrett. But you know the premise of your own show. You just need one person to come on. You don't need. A lineup of people to say they've had sex. We just need one for them to explain to the, us how you, they survived sex with you. That's true. Right? That's it. Sounds great. I listen to that episode. Hmm. I listen to all of them, but I really listen to that one. I bumped that one right up in the queue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the queue of one, because I'm usually on time with that program. I am a little <laughs> behind this time. I'm not the, I have not heard the, I'm beginning the Guy Branham. Is that a couple of weeks ago? You know, I don't know that. No, no, that's, that's. Last week. That's current? I believe it's the current. Oh, it's current one. episode. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm current. I won't be tomorrow. I will not be current as of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't see me listening to it today. Okay. I don't see me. I, do, I don't see me listening to it today. This is a rare uh, negative comment out of your mouth about how to survive. Well, I just don't have the opportunity. I just, uh, you know, I, when the opportunity presents itself, you take it. You know that. Sometimes I just have it playing in one ear while we're doing our show. You know what? That makes <laughs> That's how I get sense. through it. Just like, you know. That really explains your performance <laughs> over the last three months. It really Look. explains it. It could have gone a year or three months. I chose to go three months. Mm-hmm. Just to, It's really just the most recent episodes that you just seem to not be focused. It seems like you're not present. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is that shirt about? What is that? Sweater. Is it just a design? Yeah. It's a... Love it. It's an old sweater that uh, I was like, why don't I wear this? It was in my closet. And I was like, I never wear this. And I brought it down and then I put it on. I was like, immediately was like, is this going to make me sneeze? Because I haven't worn it in so long. You know, it's just been sitting in a closet. Uh, Jury's out on that. I feel a little stuffy, but I think I'm okay. So you think it's the sitting in a closet that's causing you to sneeze and not some of the. uh, It could be what it's made of also. I I don't remember. I don't think it's wool. Is there a wool aspect to it? Maybe. Uh, I will also say that uh, I will have the same uh, reaction to some synthetic sweaters really? I will have a reaction to. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's possible. Maybe that's uh, what's yeah. happening with you. I guess I thought it was a shirt. You have the, yeah, you have them pushed up. Oh, the uh, sleeves. The sleeves. So yeah. when I walked in, it looked like a short sleeve shirt. No, I just pushed the sleeves up because I'm cool. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of which, see Ron DeSantis at a, at a recent rally showed up and he's got his sleeves rolled up like he's one of the working men. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that whole, it's just, it's so transparent now that we yeah. see things on a more regular basis, but uh, uh, yeah. it was just, and it, it just looked f- false. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he's rolling them up like my boy Jim Jordan. I will say every politician does that. So, like, I, it's I, I'm he's not, a tool, right. but I'm sure Biden's done it. Oh, sure. Clinton, Bill Clinton definitely did it. There's some. I, let me say, there's something about a 36 year old dude doing it, or right. 38, however old he is. Yeah. Uh, he just the older dudes. I reckon, like Biden doing it. Obama certainly did it. Yeah. Although Biden, uh, Obama did it too at, at 30. Yeah. My apologies. This is not. You know what? This is not uh, politicized. <laughs> People roll their sleeves up, asshole. Except for the, Jim Jordan. Let's be mad at Jim Jordan for rolling his sleeves up. Put a fucking jacket on. Have some respect for this. He's country. doing it in the halls of Congress. Yeah. That's disrespectful. Yeah, because he doesn't want any blood on those cuffs. Because all, <laughs> all he does is turn his fucking eye to to uh, things. Did, did you uh, did you happen to watch the Tonys last night? You know, we only saw uh, we we knew about it. We, we remembered it too late, and mm-hmm. we only saw uh, 
best actor in a play mm-hmm. and then best actress in a musical we only saw those two right and then uh we moved on with our lives right. because danielle and oliver they had already planned to watch broadcast news and i had already planned to watch lady golf and uh there was like, oh, the Tonys, let's see where they're at. And they're like, uh, you know what? We're, we yeah, missed it. Yeah. We missed it. Well, I only brought it up because there was a woman. I Sorry, I forget her name. Uh, an actress who was presenting something. And she happens to be from Florida. And she said something to the effect of, uh, oh, no, she was she was giving a special mention to a, a, a guy in the audience who had done something great for kids. And he is a teacher in Florida or something. And uh, she said, and I... Uh, and uh, although I'm sure the grandmaster, I mean, governor of that great state will be. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. And everyone was like, Woo! Oh, she said it. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a, what did Billy Porter do? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? For once, didn't see him. There. They didn't show his no. uh, oversized hat on a regular basis. Oh, maybe they did. And I just didn't recognize him because there was someone wearing a strange. They looked like a. They looked like a villain from like a third tier Star Wars story. I will bet my life. That <laughs> did anyone else? Did you see this, Karen? There was someone wearing like a, a like a silk hood uh, that was seemingly floating above their bald skull. <laughs> it was like it really what was did this then? look like someone who would be standing behind the emperor or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who it was though. Wait, wait, wait. So, so people had not, did not learn their lesson from when that woman wore the. Uh, that crazy cowl at the uh, was it the Oscars? Oh, this wasn't that they they probably didn't know because there was someone else actually uh, Jay Harrison Gee who won Best Actor in a Musical uh, had a crazy tall head of hair uh, that was definitely blocking whoever when, was behind. When him. will they learn? <laughs> but but this person wasn't really blocking anybody, but it was still looked like a magic trick the way this thing was uh, positioned on their head. What musical was that, gentlemen? J. Harrison G. Uh, sorry, G. I think it's uh, J. Harrison G. Is uh, the lead in um, Some Like It Hot. Six. <laughs> Some no, Like It Hot. I just gave you the answer. <clears throat> which is what which I saw, and I, I got to see him in it, and he is f- phenomenal. I was really excited that that he won, so that was cool. Right. So, um, uh, but uh, did I interrupt your? Uh, no, was just that it. Just that I the grandmaster I, I, business. Yeah, the grandmaster thing was was nice, and uh, and. Um, and it was an interesting broadcast because of their efforts to support the Writers Guild by having nothing written. Uh, so there were it was like, you know, how in an award show and this this made me realize more than anything else ever could how much I am annoyed by all of the voiceover stuff in the bumpers mm-hmm. on award shows where like coming up next we've got you know uh, Danny Glover and Marissa Tomei like this they None just of that. D- didn't have it so so all the ins and outs were just music and it was kind of nice and then also when they're walking to the stage was if I they didn't introduce anybody there was no like you know him from Bubba which that did cause some problems because I don't know most of the people who come out on the Tonys oh so we when we saw Bubba and Wayne Brady yeah uh, they just show the marquee with their names on it right. and then they walk they out. They walk out and introduce themselves. And that yeah. explains why Wayne Brady was weird because again, we didn't watch any of it. So yeah. when he went, hi. Yeah. And there was some, we- there, it was a weird yes. energy. There was weird energy throughout. Okay. But intention. Oh, that's great. Almost intentional weird energy. Yeah. Like, hey, we're doing this for a reason. Uh, but I did feel like the one note I would give them is <clears throat> because the average viewer doesn't know all of the people. I mean, maybe not the average Tony viewer. Maybe they know, they definitely know more than I do about like all these different personalities in the world of Broadway. But when you come out, uh, 
don't just introduce yourself. You know, throw a little like you may remember me from blah blah blah. Can I even? Can I? Uh, can I uh, spitball with you? Yeah. How about uh, let's say Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap come out. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we're from two different plays. Mm-hmm. People might not. Know, they certainly know me. They may not know you. <laughs> Uh, hey everybody! Uh, uh, hey Matt, nice to see you. Of course, I thought you were great in blah blah blah. Oh thanks. Hey, and I thought you were terrific in blah blah blah. Yeah. And then that way people can yeah get to know you. Yeah. Or would that be perceived as writing? Maybe. Well, I don't think so because they're just they were just Having given a conversation. Yeah, I mean they're given information. Right, because because the host um, Ariana Debose had to say things, and she basically was just saying things. Someone had to say, "Here's the general idea of what you need to say," but. Like they couldn't write it. So like it was just she was kind of improvising, but it was like definitely structured. It was right. not like completely. It's not like they were like, just go out there and say whatever you want. It was like, no, no. She had certain beats she had to Why hit. Why did they get a comic then to go out there and. Uh, well, they had already hired her to host. And so DeBose. I guess. It Where are we have... landing on DeBose these days? <laughs> I'm so torn on her. I think she's incredibly talented. But. Enough, but also right? like she's she just can't help being like a, a theater help, person. She can't help theater. But junior year in high school theater person not even the senior like yeah like i'm with you it's uh she did one thing that i really loved that i thought was funny uh and i don't know maybe it was completely planned ahead and and so like maybe i just fell for the the ruse but it worked for me she was she was in the audience well the beginning of this you're not gonna like it all uh but it's very ellen degeneres like she she's in the crowd she's like hey let's get a selfie she takes a selfie with a bunch of people and then she's like okay so uh what what we're going on here and she like pulls up her sleeve and she's like okay i can't read what's written on my arm so uh whoever's coming out next that's who's up and like she just kind of like said like she kind of bumbled through like because there's no like she literally didn't know what she was supposed to be doing so she was just like well here these people are and they'll and and it was just kind of funny and and it felt genuinely spontaneous and i liked that so like i'm all for more spontane spontaneity in awards shows all of them yeah agreed like but you're right if you know you're going to do that ahead of time get somebody who is good at that and i actually was surprised that that wayne brady came out and didn't do anything because he's like a a veteran improviser brilliant improviser yeah why not i'm told use your tools like use your skills use your tools yeah and maybe even go to her, although that would insult her because she considers herself to be this funny improvisational yeah. actress. Uh, I was going to say, you know, maybe go to her and go, you know, because of the writer's strike, we're, we're, we're going to hire Wayne Brady mm-hmm. so that he Or we're can... going to team you up with him. Yeah. You guys can but, work together. Uh, you know, and who knows? Maybe behind the scenes that happened and she threw a shit fit <laughs> and uh, so, or, or her people did on her behalf. Yeah. This uh, is how they opened it, by the way. So it starts in her dressing room. She opens up a binder that says like Tony's whatever. And it's just blank, a blank page. There's nothing in there. Yeah. And so then it starts this incredibly long uh, cam shot of her dancing out into the hall, down some stairs, into the lobby of the theater. And all these other dancers are joining. And it's a completely wordless musical dance number. Uh, there's a there they put a piano in the lobby and someone someone who I'm probably supposed to know who they are was playing a piano for a little while and then because she like winked at the camera I'm like ha there she is, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then then they danced down the aisles and, and it was a great dance number but it was just a completely uh instrumental she did not sing at all no opening. singing yeah which is funny because it's like you know, you could sing a song that was already written. Like yeah. that's not Writers Guild uh, territory. In fact, that's uh, if ASCAP was on strike, right? Which, yeah, can that, that can't go on strike. But you could, you understand my premise, right? Yeah, huh? the Songwriters Association or something. So, yes, yeah, the Songwriters Guild. I believe is it a guild or is it? Uh, I don't know. 
I bet there is. But that's what it would be like yeah. if that right. if they were yeah. yeah yeah you could you could well to that point didn't folks sing something from Sweeney Todd later in the all show of the and, no, all of the musicals nominated performed yeah. a, a number so, just yeah. trying to make a statement the yeah. statement doesn't land with me because I see through it <laughs> and then she still had to explain after while she breathlessly tried to segue into monologue because she's exhausted from doing this incredible number right. she's like okay so anyway as you might know uh, we're uh, supporting the writer's guild mm-hmm. that's why I opened a thing with no fair I was like yeah yeah we, we get it yeah, we got it we're all smarter human beings we but no, it, nobody nobody dumbs watching the Tonys. But that's what was awkward about it. It was like they they had to explain it. And yet then at other points, they weren't explaining it. Because like, right. what if you turned it on 30 minutes in and you're like, why are these why are these people just walking out and saying who they are with no pretense? Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, anyway, I kind of enjoyed it. Charlie was bored out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the ladies in the house? Uh, well, you know they say ho. I know that. <laughs> That's what all the Both ladies Both of your uh, ladies said ho? Uh, all the ladies in this house say ho. I see. Um, but they were mad that... Um they were mad that uh, a show that we all saw won Best Musical. We, we all saw Kimberly Akimbo over Spring Break, and uh, they were underwhelmed by it. And they thought uh, the other show we saw over Spring Break, uh, Some Like It Hot, was better. And I don't disagree, but I liked them both. Were they both up, were they up against each other? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, they're both new. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that Kimberly Akimbo, which, what's it called? Kim, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, which I know nothing of, but uh, the, I know that you saw it, and I saw the very little clip, but I saw that the young lady won. Yep. And, right? She's just the one that won. And yeah, not young. That's, it, that was uh, one of the bones of contention in our house. I see. <laughs> uh, and boy, her speech was very... Uh, By the numbers? <laughs> very. And, and then also, you know, my father who gave me who's who gave me a voice, and that's... So I get to bring him to Broadway every night. Mm. Oh, fuck you. Oh, oh, that was... Yeah, that's the other lady. Yeah, I'm sorry. Both women. Uh, You're right. That That is a young lady, but then the lead lady also won. So yeah, two ladies won from that show. But uh, yes. Well, this was... Wasn't this lead actress in a musical that I saw up against... Uh, I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I think no, that it was. was. I think that was featured actress because... Was it the uh, the larger lady? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the feature one. But then the lead woman also who, who plays Kimberly also won, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, well, this one was... Uh, you know, she she was theater speech. Yes. Shut up. Yeah. Like Jesus. Um, and that's all I saw of it. So that yeah. is. Uh, but it's 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 a, that's what's weird. So I think people go into it hearing there's a lot of hype. I bet there's going to be even more hype around it now that it's won uh, about this show. It's a very small. It feels more like an off Broadway musical. It's very it's it's very contained. I think there's only like eight or nine people in the whole cast. Um at most and uh and it's just a, it's a smaller story it's it's a little like it was the music was written by the same woman who wrote fun home and it's a little bit of that vibe it feels more like kind of like that i know you're kind of, <laughs> i know <laughs> like it's very contemporary even though it takes place in the 90s it feels a little more contemporary and a little more like like whereas some like it hot is like a big, you know, fun, fun, old school Broadway, like big dance, big song, you know, jazz. And yeah, it's like crazy. Let's blow the roof off the place. And that's fun. I mean, it's like if you like that, it's super fun. I uh, my beautiful wife is going to be seeing it uh, next week. Oh, my God. Uh, she's awesome. going to New York. Great. And uh, while Oliver and I are in, uh, are in Chicago yeah. and uh, we have a neighbor staying at the house. <laughs> okay buddy i wasn't gonna break maybe elliot or karen might have wanted to i'm not talking to anybody in this room I'm talking to any fucking weirdo listening to this that wants to go past the pardo house thinking it's empty it's not gonna be <laughs> okay so what if 
if you didn't like say you asked a neighbor and they were like oh we're, we're busy or we're gonna be out of town too how far down the list do you go before you ask garen or elliot well, Gary can't because he's got the uh, the, the, the animals. Yeah. But he has uh, roommate. His roommate can take care of the uh, Elliot, I can certainly, he's close enough where I can go, hey, do, do, do me a favor. Pop in. Uh, roll, roll, roll by. Roll by every now and then uh, and take a look. In fact, I may have you do that on, on Saturday to uh, grab some mail on the off chance this neighbor person can't find it. <laughs> um, I, what are full, the odds full, of that? Full disclosure, it's the neighbor who doesn't care for me. Oh, no. <laughs> that seems like a bad a choice. It was a mistake, guys. It was a huge mistake. Uh-huh. But I thought, you know what? It's a good olive branch. Let's get back in his uh, yeah. good graces. And, yeah. Uh, Here's some control over my house. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just check it out. So, uh, uh, great. I'll keep you abreast of that in case something falls out, Elliot, in case I do need to just swing by and take a look sure. at the mail. Sure. Um, uh, so that is uh, full disclosure. It is not a, a neighbor. It's a it's a, f- a family member, and it's uh, uh, I, I don't trust them. It's, a, it's one of Danielle's family members. So no one's. I I, I don't want to put too much of a spotlight. It's no one's sleeping in the house every night. Somebody will be there overnight. Yes. Oh, okay. Because oh. that's what I was getting at. Is like what what is your comfort level with one of these two guys or me? Let's say I'll throw myself in and then I'll throw my hat in the ring. Uh, uh, one of us sleeping in your house when you're not in town. In your bed. What is my in my in my bed? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what the options are. There's just, yeah. There's, there's your bed. There's or Oliver's, Oliver's bed. bed and which is less couch. creepy? Well, you throw something up in the garage, I guess. No, I wouldn't do that. Air mattress in the uh, studio in the uh, office. On a scale of what? If this if if this whoever came to me, I would one hundred percent be on the couch. Hundred percent. You would just automatically go on the couch. Yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't use their bed. No. Is that better or worse, though? Do no. you want him sleeping on your couch? No, get that because <laughs> I can change the sheets on my bed. Right. I can't change the cushions uh, covers. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to put like a few, cu- a couple of layers, like a. Uh, yeah. Plus, I don't. You know, mattress I, cover and then. A I don't know sheet. what you're doing with your lovers. <laughs> well, we see the couch. lint all over this table. We know something yeah, about something it. Something happened over the weekend here. Hey, check out my new sweatshirt. <laughs> Pulling it off. <laughs> and all the fun. Yeah. Uh, the pilling falls off. Yeah. The. Uh, I'll answer your question. I I am uh, on a scale of. Uh, one out of ten. I'm a nine with my comfort of any of you three staying at my really? house. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's only bumped down to a nine because um, uh, I think it would be a nine for everybody. It, it, there's some weirdness to it. There's a little bit of weirdness mm-hmm. yeah. to having anybody stay at your house. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, of any of people in my life, I would say I don't know the, the three of you, Gil Martin, Donaher. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. that's it. Nine out of ten is higher than I expected, and now I'm wondering. Are you more comfortable with pe- people being at your house when you aren't there than when you are there? <laughs> well, 100%. I mean, that's... Yes, I'm the problem. Because you're, like you're like a two or a three if it's your home. Oh, it's not even that high. <laughs> that's high. Like, that's just, high. like, even if you said, you're in the other room, I don't want to see you, don't come out of that room, and, and somebody agreed to that, you, yeah, still, but, you still would be a two. But, yeah, but that's not happening, and I'm not talking to somebody that way. That's that's not a conversation I'm having with anybody. Yeah, that's awkward. On yeah, this is a conversation you have to yourself and then say, yeah, I'm not going to bother having you in at my house. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that just saves uh, that problem. Um, the uh, Now, there's a celebrity sighting that we have to get to at some oh. point. And by that, let, let, me, let me be perfect. It's a working actor sighting. Okay. Working actor sighting. But I think everybody in this room will get it. Okay. I believe everyone in this room will get it. Uh, all, we will all at the same time get it? You'll probably you might all get it right around the same time as each other because one okay. is going to say it and then the other two will go yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a little teaser for you. That's how audience. I see it happening. Uh, and I don't know why I'm uh, postponing it. Let's just get to it. Yeah, let's all do right. it. Do I do this? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. 
Working actor. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrity sighting. By the way, uh, that piano player, her name is Macy Schmidt. She made history this season. Uh, She won a Tony for being co-producer of Parade, but she's also the only woman of color orchestrator in Broadway history. Oh, Oh, goodness. Which I don't know what an orchestrator is. I guess I can I, look it up. I believe the, that is the person who takes the music and then distribute, like creates all the different sheets and figures out how yeah, each instrumental assigns will, the part. Yeah, assigns. But not just things. assigns, but actually probably writes out what their part will be. Yeah, and and it probably changes depending on the size of the orchestra, which is the reason why you need that as opposed to the composer to do it. The composer writes the music and then somebody breaks it down into each instrument. Correct. That's also, what I believe it is. Is that the same as an arranger though, or is that oh, an yes. intermediate role too? An arranger who writes for. Or- Orchestras, type of adapter, arranger, transcriber, a musician who adapts a composition for particular voices or instruments for another style of performance. So the the composer writes the songs and then the arranger or or whatever, like figures out how do we translate this into the people that are going to be correct. So the composer may may have it be for a symphony orchestra, but now you have. 12 pieces how are you going to whittle yeah. that down or it might go the other way where you have to you have a lot of different pieces and so you have to spread it out yeah gotcha. cool also, uh, uh, was billy porter there no I, he was probably there but i can't find a single picture of him that's interesting it's weird but do we have an answer on who that was in the cowl or no not, no i haven't we don't okay. this is gonna be tough oh wait 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 you want tall hair or, or red hood? No, no, tall hair. I know. Red hood red, red, red yes hood. i do know who yeah, that who is. is red that hood? is uh is it little red Riding jordan roth can you can you do you have a picture of that thing? She looks like a Star Trek character. It's yeah, that's what wild. I was saying. Can you see it enough? I can try to get. Yeah, it Yeah, we get the idea. But I really, I don't know what was it. if the hair was holding the thing. It just looked like it was on a bald head. Yeah, like it was floating almost. Or maybe she just had like a henna on her forehead that made it. I don't know what was happening. There's definitely some kind of a design on her forehead. Yeah, that's what was it made it extra sci-fi. Anyway, all right. You're at the doctor. I'm guessing. I am uh, working actor side. I am not at the doctor. So we uh, we went to we had a little uh, little brunch with uh, Walter yesterday at uh, and I'll say it the way that my wife always says Jinkies. (laughs) 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 And uh, in Studio City, yeah. And we were sitting outside, and we saw uh, a muscle car pull into the parking lot. (laughs) And Oliver was sitting on the other side of the table from me, but I heard the muscle car coming in, so I happened to pay attention to the parking lot at that point to hear the the unnecessarily loud muscle car coming in mm-hmm. and uh so oliver has a direct eye line on it and i kind of have to look and um the car parks and the, the only way to describe how this gentleman and these i'm going to say is three boys get out of the car uh they bop out of it <laughs> and that, by that they bop out and then oliver can't stop laughing because they're all ages, anywhere from, and if we're getting these ages wrong, we're wrong. But let's say 16, 12, and 9. Okay. And they get out, and I I said, as if they're going to a mob hit. <laughs> and Oliver's like, like why, why do they have to be cool coming out? Like, why do they have to look cool coming out of the car? Like, they all, like the whole family, like, like had to look cool coming out of the car okay so then oliver goes wait a minute i know that guy i know the actor i know the guy yeah yeah yeah. i know that guy i go i don't know if you know that guy and he and i said but something you know what i do too yeah i recognize him and i cannot 
put my finger on it, but maybe not. Maybe it just looks like a guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe just a family of wrestlers. And <laughs> who knows what's going on? So uh, they, <laughs> there's the beauty. And this, this is the, the part one is that none of this is their fault. They, they get out of said muscle car and they, they do their tough guy walk <laughs> to the corner of Colfax and Ventura. And that's not where the entrance is. The entrance mm-hmm. is off to the side. Mm-hmm. So they, they do their cool walk there, realize there's no door there. Now they have to do their cool walk back <laughs> the exact same way they just came. And just seeing them walk back, which we all would have done, by the way. Right. But just seeing this, like... These these guys, hey, we're fucking going to the door. Oh, the wrong door. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go inside. And so Oliver and I, we're, we're, we're leaving, by the way. Uh, so, but we decide, uh, let, let's uh, let's go through and uh, pretend that we can't find our family. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then we'll, let's, let's get a closer look at this guy's face so we yeah. can try to figure out who he is. Yeah. So um, we walk in, we, and we can't, can't, we're like, did they, is there a back room? Is there a mob hit? Like, <laughs> and so then we we find that there's another area. It turns out three tables away from us had we just gone the other direction, but there's two ways to get to the outdoor seating, mm-hmm. and they were just around the corner from us. And um, and we see, and then I'm like, yeah, there's no doubt I know that guy. There's no doubt I know that guy. And I'm like, he was just in something I saw. And uh, come on, and Mike Kaplan has joined us. Come on, and Mike, sit there quietly. We're playing working actor sighting. Um. And uh, so I'm like, what, what did I just see him in? What movie did I just say? Oliver, uh, what movies have I just seen? Uh, and that'll help us figure, narrow this down. Then we can look up that movie mm-hmm. to see who this guy is. And uh, he doesn't do any of that. And then he goes, uh, oh, this is who it is. And he finds out who it is. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his, uh, I am no longer the best detective in the room. Is oh. what he sleuthed it without yeah. even Basically. needing to go through your recent uh, history. He did not go through my recent, but he did go through, uh, he figured it out. It, it, he found it through a movie that I'd seen. Okay. And um, so <sighs> that said, there we go. He is a, uh, we're, and uh, Oliver agrees you guys will all know who this is. Okay. So a working actor. Mike Kaplan is here. Films. Mike, we're playing working actor sighting. This guy uh, pulls up in a muscle car muscle with car. three kids. They're all kind of, it sounds like they're, can I, is, am I allowed to say Goomba? Is that still, <laughs> I mean, of course, I mean the little toadstool guys from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I don't want to say that because they're a family and there's a nine-year-old possibly involved. Okay. But I think when I walked around, when I said they're, <laughs> Lord, there's a door. I think that's, that's what you were getting at. Yeah. I, Everything you described made me picture Vin Diesel, but obviously he's, he's super famous, so it can't be him. It, it is not Vin diesel because i would have went holy shit there's vin diesel and his neck family <laughs> uh, but but speaking of uh did the patriarch of this family have hair he did have hair yes okay so good, not a bald good person. question good not question. bald that is correct okay is, is this man over 50 if he's not he's close he's in the ballpark i i think okay i think i think he's so he's like around my age. Because I think he's been working a long time. So I, I'm going to say between 45 and 55. If he's younger, I apologize. Okay. But he seems, you know what? He's also one of these guys who looks like a man. Mm-hmm. So he may be 37. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. he looks like a looks okay. like, he looks like a, a man. So yeah. did, did this the gentleman do a sport prior to being an actor? I don't, I don't know. You, so he's not, not famously known as... He's not, in my opinion, as far as I know, no. Okay. Let's go back to... It is not Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I'm sorry to keep coming back to the Tonys, but I swear to God, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, was in the audience, and I cannot understand why that would be. Because they tried to make him a personality. They threw him some tickets. He throws a fucking bow tie on, and I got to tolerate his <laughs> vaxless bullshit. Right. Like that's, would, they wouldn't let that vaxless asshole in there. Right. He, he's got some political stuff, right? So, but uh, but he also hosted Jeopardy. So it's a very he's a confusing person. This would only further confuse my understanding of who he is as a human being. I will also add this to the mix. I heard through a very reliable source, it is not John Ritchie, by the way, because I know everybody knows that's my game show guy, Yeah, that uh, he was in the top five for contention. Aaron Rodgers. They, they Like, legit huh. was a guy they were thinking about. And... That's the would have been the wrong the way to go. No kidding. Luckily, it all worked out. They got, he was you know, at the Tonys. It he was. was. Him. Yes. It, it was, was him. him. He was there with his Jets teammate, C.J. Uzoma. Uzoma. Oh, so he's playing for the Jets now? I didn't know that. He's so, playing for the Jets. Uh, so I guess being in New York, you got to show up to the Tonys. <laughs> got to go to the Tonys. <laughs> but why would they let him in? They know what he is. Well, I don't, maybe they. Maybe he's trying to rehabilitate his image a little bit by doing something a little more, you know, left-handed. <laughs> oh, he was anti-vax, right? He's anti-vax, but he also is, is he's a Trump supporter, is he not? I don't know. I thought that, well, even more that that woman called uh, DeSantis the Grand... Uh, mm-hmm. The Grand Wizard. Grand Wizard, whoever she yeah. called him. Uh, okay. Right, quickly So, now. Uh, I, I was going to ask, did I say this out loud? Uh, d- other than the recent film you saw him in, is, is this guy known for being on television, too? I don't know him to be on television, but if you okay. told me he was the star of blank, uh, I'd believe you. Okay, so he's just like a, a guy who... Has he ever been the lead in a movie, or is he just like a, a second, third... I always have known banana. him to be... Uh, at, the, at least second. Okay. Like, I don't know him to be the lead. Gotcha. Uh, but again, you could show me a DVD cover that proves me wrong. Right. Like, a, maybe he was the lead in a smaller movie, but he's uh, like a, a tertiary guy in a bigger movie. Is that the case? Or is he just in indie movies? No, no. He's certainly he's, not just in indie in movies. Big Hollywood he's movies. in big Hollywood movies. Okay. So is, is this gentleman somebody who you would be surprised that he hasn't been tagged to be the lead in movies because <sighs> he, look, he looks the part? got the neck it sounds like he does look the part but i think uh i think he's excellently excellently cast in everything i've ever seen him in okay was he is that wait this is a white guy right yes okay i feel like i was that was what i was picturing but i didn't wanted to confirm yeah family goombas (laughs) (laughs) but he's muscular he's not like this guy's got muscles yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he's got muscles the whole family they come out of a muscle car they just they just got done changing the oil on the thing is he Hollywood like royalty, like not that I'm aware of. No, okay. so, so not Scott a nepo Eastwood baby of some sort. Off. Mm. Who is Scott Eastwood? It was Scott Eastwood. Oh, no, I was picturing Josh Brolin, but it is not Josh. He's Brolin. a little. Is no, this no, guy, no, I, no, I would be excited. This, guy, about this Josh guy's Brolin. less famous than Josh Brolin. You mean Bran from the Goonies? Shut up about the Goonies. <laughs> you shut up. I was at I was at a function over the weekend, and the Goonies came up, and we 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 really solidified that it's generational. <laughs> it might be though yeah, like how that sentence started like you were going to shit on it and then you just kind of said a very <laughs> factual statement the obvious. <laughs> uh the uh uh wait what was the question it's not scott eastwood and it, it he's more he's less famous than scott than uh than oh, he's, josh he's, brolin uh, I would know Josh Brolin's name when he got out of the muscle car. Oh, right, car. right. You didn't know this guy's name. So but you knew his face. I knew his face on, on third viewing. Yeah, okay. So how are we supposed to guess it? We're, 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 there's something we're missing, but let me let me go this route. He has hair. Is it long hair or just regular actor hair? I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> Wrestler look Goomba. Elliot cannot. Well, but no, no to be he, fair, not, to be not, fair. Not, not WWE wrestling. There's ponytail 
No, Goomba. I'm, I'm talking. Uh, this is I, I, wrestler was the first thing that I big thick neck wrestling. Okay, I mean, I mean, you just keep making me. Now I'm just picturing John Cena, but yeah, yeah me of course too. Not no, no, again, not that type of wrestling. Right, like like, like when, I, when, when I'm saying wrestling, I mean the, uh, somebody, collegiate somebody that Jim Jordan would ignore if they were getting hurt oh. in the shower, like wow. wrestling, like uh. like collegiate uh, singlet yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so. So more 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 neck muscle, less less peck. Let's go back to the only thing that could ever going to help us get this. What fucking movie did you see yeah. that this guy was in? That's how we're going to solve this. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So fair? so was it a sci-fi movie? The movie I saw that that, that he was you. in. Yeah. It is not sci-fi. Uh, was it it's in the comedy. last? It's not a comedy. Was it in the last ten years? Yes. Okay. Was it in the last year? But there's a movie you've all seen him in. Was that and me and and potentially me? Is Recently? he a Marvel guy? Uh, he's in the Marvel Universe. I, uh, yes, he is in the Marvel. He's universe. in the Marvel Universe. Is he in Guardians of the Galaxy? It's not Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> we can't let it go. It is not that guy. It's not uh, Dave. Whatever Dave his name Batista. is. Batista. Yeah. No, it's not him. No, 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 I, wasn't really, that, I, wasn't I guess sometimes he has hair. Uh, but again, not that type of wrestling. Get off the fucking hair, Elliot. <laughs> it's not going to help yeah, us. It's not there. You, you really are I just, out of... I just keep visualizing... You're playing worse than Mike if he's not participating. <laughs> does he have a distinct voice? You know what he kind of does? Oh, okay. It, it's not Michael Rooker. It is not... Come on, Darren. If you're going to take it as... as Michael as, Rooker's as like 70. Seriously as Elliot is. is. Rooker's got to be Rooker's old. Rooker's been around a long time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The, this guy does have... In my opinion, he has a unique voice. Okay. But but that that you wouldn't go oh it's, but that's no right right um, this is a long way to go this yeah, payoff is going to be awful is it, it was it, I get we got to figure out what do you do you know which Marvel thing he was in? I believe I remember the, I can look it up okay you guys continue guessing <laughs> but the right. Marvel movie isn't what you oh, you had seen really. oh, what do you got what do you got, oh, what it, you got? is it uh, yes uh, yes oh, it is what's his name he was uh, he was Crossbones or whatever in Civil War right. Grillo, Frank Grillo. It was Frank Grillo. <laughs> Frank Grillo. Yeah, I should have got it off Goomba immediately. Good for you, Garen. <laughs> now I'm going to need to see a picture of Frank Grillo because I recognize that name, and I'm sure I'll recognize his face. I just can't connect. Garen, that's a that's a good showing on working actor well sighting. Yeah, it was the Marvel thing that led me to it. I had to. Uh, it, it, we would have been in Civil War. Who is he in Civil War? He's. Just, wasn't he one of? Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's the guy in the elevator. He's in. Um, he's in yeah. Paul T. Goldman. You guys saw Paul T. Goldman, right? Yeah, he's the guy that they they cast him as the like fictional. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. They do. Yes, I forgot about <laughs> that's that. Right. That's insane. How old are you? Where are we landing on age? Did I get it right? So he's probably younger than I thought. Then born in sixty five. Oh, oh, so he's fifty. Uh, wow, fifty six. So yeah. I was right. I mean, actually, I was low. Yeah. Yeah, well, he looks fucking great. He I mean, that's I mean, that's the truth. He, that's why I said if you told me he was thirty-seven, I believe you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Frank Grillo, right? Is that how we would say his name with the two uh, L's there? I don't know. He's a goomba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he and his he and his thick neck kids had a nice brunch at Jinkies. <laughs> Fantastic. And it gave uh, it gave us a little something to talk about on the drive home. It certainly gave us something to talk about here on the award-winning podcast. <laughs> Never not funny. Oh, he was uh, in the Purge Anarchy. Th- that's how that's how Oliver found it. He yeah. said, "What you know? What what shit movies does my dad?" see without me he doesn't he does not oh. use that language oh, so that's the that's what you were saying you knew him from is, is purge i know from the purge yeah yeah and he's good in the purge and he does he's got a little bit of an interesting voice mm-hmm. and uh and you know he's good he, he is but do you see how it, like when i say that he's not the leading man 
He is a he's a phenomenal yeah, yeah. second guy. Yes. Yeah. And I mean but, phenomenal. But like there's some pictures of him. I mean, he has leading man bod, no question. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a good looking guy. Yeah. If you need uh leader of the biker gang, mm-hmm. call Frank yeah. Grillo. That's yeah, your yeah. guy. See if they're right here for that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it depends on the kind of biker gang. I mean, look. We can affix a wig. We get. We could do it a lot of things with that. Uh, a couple of members of a biker gang passed us on the four hundred five yesterday. By the way, a couple. Oh, uh, oh, really? You know, they had the leathers on with their name on the back, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, they're just big teddy bears. They're moving fucking meth and women. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. I don't give a shit what you're wearing. Leathers with a fucking name and a symbol. Mm. You're moving something, and save me your fucking emails, Jimmy. I'm actually to shut it. Yeah, you're you're moving a, something. You're not a real one. Uh, I hope. I wish Alonzo Bowden was here. Bowden, Bowden, uh, Bowden. to defend his his he, crew. He doesn't have leathers. He doesn't. Oh, I bet he does. You think he's got leathers with a name on the back? I don't know if he's with part the, of a club, but I bet he has something. That, this could have been a club, not a gang. Yeah, who went past us on the four hundred five? Well, the, but the gangs are also. They had women tied up on the back. Still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to just figure it out myself. Got a big neon sign that said, "If you want meth, yeah. call nine one one." Nine one one. Call nine one one and report us. <laughs> Seems like we're the, the gang that wants to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That is what their this. leather said. <laughs> uh, I did some assistant editing on a documentary where there was a lot of footage that they didn't use, which speaks to exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and I believe they were Hell's Angels that uh, the documentary was about, mostly. And, well, uh, I think that's pretty... Uh, was the documentary that one about the Rolling Stones <laughs> concert where the guys got stabbed? No. Did you uh, the, this, is, this is other stuff. Altamont? A- 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 what is it? Altamont. 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 I yeah, can what's, say it. what's the documentary called, though? It was just called... Um, I feel like it's named after one of the songs, right? It is. Why can't I pull it? Oh. Oh, shit. What's that one called, Garen? Is it Days of Rage? The Rolling Stones Road to Altamont? That can't be it. Give Me Shelter. Give Me, Give me Shelter. shelter. Ah, yeah. That's it. Very good. Uh, oh, by the way, before we bring Mike over, uh, some closure on the uh, the uh, the curious case of Natalie Grace that I brought up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished it. Oh right. yeah, uh, it's 100% real as we okay. discovered on this program, yeah. and uh, which is you know, people the, you know they, the people went to court mm-hmm. and there was trial. Uh, what I realized, uh, what made me think it was possibly a documentary, is uh, I don't think a lot of it was well done. I think uh, that, oh. I think that was my problem with mm-hmm. it. Uh, also, the, uh, the 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 man accused uh, is full of shit, and so he's. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I believe he's acting the entire time. Mm-hmm. There's no proof of that. But I believe he's acting the entire time. Hmm. Well, Jimmy. Yes. You know what they say. The Curious Grace of Natalia Grace. What do they say? All the world's a stage. <laughs> and we are merely players. Are merely players. Speaking of players, we got one of the best in the game joining us. Uh, Mike Kaplan is here, uh, who, uh, who I said to my son uh, today when he said, who's the guest today, Dad? And I said, uh, Mike Kaplan, M-Y-Q. And he went, what? <laughs> he said, M-I-Q? I go, worse. <laughs> MYQ and he's like why does he do that dad I go right because <laughs> there was already a, there's lots of Mike Kaplan's out there there's you, a lot of Mike Kaplan's you know there's what there's only one MYQ Kaplan I've got no problem with it but you know what when you introduce somebody from the stage you don't show the spelling so what's the fucking <laughs> point uh, we love him for the internet this guy's savvy he understands this guy's all about algorithms the, he gets the TikTok <laughs> he's all about the TikTok and the social media uh, he's one of our favorites. You know that. Mike Kaplan is here. He's in from New York. He's doing a show at the Dynasty this week. Uh, the typewriter. He's going to be out there uh, quartying it up. <laughs> and uh, one of the best. One of the best joke writers and uh, funny guys. And he's a good follow on Twitter. If you like puns on every fucking regular basis. 
I'm uh, not on Twitter, but I do subscribe to his newsletter. Which oh, I get a lot of the same stuff. Oh, couldn't have, I could not have blocked that thing fast enough. <laughs> unsubscribe. But how do you unsubscribe when a guy's only got nine people on the mailing list? I'm with you, Matt. It was a very uncomfortable unsubscribe because I know he knows about it. Uh, that's not true. I get it. What does it take to delete? Seconds. <laughs> uh, we got Oliver's trivia question, and uh, we got our buddy Mike Kaplan. A lot more right after this. Hey, Earnin is an app that gives you access to uh, your pay as you work up at $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Why? Because life doesn't happen biweekly. Why should your payday? Yeah. I mean, you've got a, a lot of stuff going on in your life probably like we all do. And uh, you just never know when an unexpected expense will come along. Like It could be uh, a vet bill if, you're, if your doggy gets sick or, uh, you know, maybe you have, uh, tickets to an amazing concert, you've someone you've always wanted to see. And, and you have a, a rare opportunity to buy those tickets. You just need to get them right when they come out. So now you can get the money you earn in your hands today with Earnin. Uh, Matt gave you a bunch of reasons why you would have to do it. Over three and a half million people are already uh, using this thing. They say things like this, Matt. When I think about earning, well, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Was, was that Casey Kasem or Johnny Carson? Or It was Casey, it was Casey Kasem and... Um, <laughs> Casey Carson? No, Carson's out. Okay. Nothing to do with Carson. Right. It was Casey Kasem and uh, the guy that used to do the Dodgers. Why am I... Oh, Vince Scully. It was Vince Scully. It was, <laughs> it was a combination of... Uh, it went, Farmer John, when we talk about the Dodgers. Uh, so it was a combo of those two. Right. But I understand that it, it also had a little bit, a little bit but Carson's over here. Uh, hey, download earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That will help this show. Never Not Funny again under podcast, if you would, please. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin, get your money now. Hey, we've got a new sponsor, Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. I always like we have a sponsor that we've already used prior to them becoming a sponsor. And it just is, they call that serendipity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then multiplicity is a, is a Michael Keaton movie that doesn't apply here. It doesn't apply at all. But you, as a Belknap family, you yes. guys use Greenlight Financial. We, we do use the Greenlight debit card. Zoe has the card. We have the app. Um, she makes money tutoring. Uh, it's like a little side hustle that she started during uh, lockdown. Is and that a side hustle or her only hustle? Well, her main hustle is school. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's it's not a paying gig, but it's, it's what her focus right? should be, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, she... So she makes money and and because of, uh, you know, the way the world is like the, she gets paid through Venmo to, to Elise's Venmo and then Ven, and then Elise can put that money into, onto her Greenlight card and then she can use it when she wants to go uh, out to lunch with a friend. Get or, a cup of coffee. Sure. I hope she's not drinking. Well, she drinks latte. So I guess that's a coffee. But yeah. <laughs> no guessing. <laughs> I, I was I just didn't I didn't like the idea that my daughter's drinking coffee. It seems, uh, seems dude, wrong. You and I are, seem to be the only parents that think it's weird for teens to be drinking <laughs> coffee. It seems like an adult beverage. But yeah. every teen, my son doesn't, but uh, you know, he keeps his temple clean. He gets a, you know, he gets a, you know, an alcoholic beverage. Like, of course. Like, a, like his old yeah, man. Whiskey on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now listen, green lights are uh, the great way. It's a great way to go here. The Belknaps love this thing. They don't stop talking about it. Off the air, Matt said, you know, one day it's only a dream of mine to have Greenlight Financial be a sponsor. And I said, well, today's your lucky day. Well, it does. It just makes it easy to get your kids, you know, in this, in this modern age where a lot of places don't even take cash anymore. It just makes it easier for them to go yeah. out and buy things. It also, it's very useful in that it, it allows you to set things up like chores and then they, you can like auto pay when the chores are done or you can do that manually if you prefer. If you, if the chores aren't getting done, you don't want it auto paying them. 
So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of cool features. Do like you that. give her a coffee break during those tours? <laughs> well, obviously, she's got to have her latte re- really sure. recharge. Absolutely. Now, Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids uh, and keep an eye on kids spending and saving. Uh, while kids and teens build money, confidence, and lifelong financial literacy skills. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's not just the Belknaps. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate together. Now, here's the call to action, Matt. Okay, I'm listening. You don't have to do it. You're already in. I know, but I still want to hear what they say. Okay. Uh, sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month for free. Hmm. When you go to greenlight.com slash pardo, that is greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free, greenlight.com slash pardo. I, you know, I know it's around that website. It looks it looks easy peasy. Uh, and the, as I said, the Belknaps use this thing. Greenlight.com slash pardo to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash pardo. Greenlight. Raise smart money, kids. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, 3216. Put that down a little harder if you could. Uh, 3216, the award-winning podcast, uh, Never Not Funny. Mike Kaplan is here, MYQ. My son's not thrilled about it. But we're going to get past it, Mike. He was just curious. He's just curious. It's a good question. But he doesn't like it. He's not a fan of it. Well, look, I'm. can I talk to him? You want to talk to my son? I mean, not not. I don't have to do it right now, but uh, I'm just saying, like, look. If, I'm pulling him up on the blower. What when he, if he doesn't like it? You're the only one who has talked to him about it. So I don't know if there's any dynamic. Look, I know you have a good relationship with him. Coming in hot. Okay, beautiful. Oh, he's gonna be so <laughs> mad at you. You you, requ- you requested this. Hello. Hello, Oliver, Jimmy Pardo. We're on the air at Never Not Funny. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, Mike. Uh, Mike, I'm sitting here with Mike Kaplan, Oliver, and I've told him your thoughts on the spelling of his name, and he says he'd like to speak to you. Do you have, do you have time for Mr. Kaplan? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you first want to tell him how disgusted you are by his name? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm more just, I'm, uh, you know, I don't know if disgust is the right word. I was just more surprised. You know, I've never. Surprised, uh, I've Jimmy. I've never heard that spelling ever. Uh, all right. Well, the, Mike Kaplan does want to speak to you when he's done cackling like a maniacal murderer. Um, uh, so he'd like, he'd like to speak to you. I guess, although I guess the word surprise. That's, I've got all I need. You've got like, all you need. No further questions. All right. No further questions. Thanks for picking up, son. Goodbye. Uh, of course, yeah. Have to do so. Okay. Uh, goodbye. Best of luck. Right. We love you. <laughs> We're very proud of you. Well, now, what I should have done is I should have parenting. <laughs> I should have waited on that and then called him to have this conversation and then had him read uh, read the question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what been, I should have. That'd have been great. I, uh, even as you were saying goodbye to him, I was like, oh, we could just get the question now, but this is not the time. Too for early. That. Too early, yeah. baby. All right. So more surprise, Mike. I'm told than anything else. <laughs> it's very reasonable. It's a. Yeah. It's not a standard spelling. Uh, it's surprising. And that's part of comedy is the element of surprise. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I'm doing it. I think every comedian should have a surprising. How about an extra Y in your name, Jimmy? <laughs> it's, it's, it's ripe for it. J-Y-M-M-I. I do a lot of bits <laughs> about how I don't like anything additional. I understand. Uh, well, then why not just Jim? How about J-M-Y? Take one M out. Yeah. Subtract. Well, because Jim J. Bullock kind of did that. He already stole my thunder on that by getting rid of the I. Yeah. How about just J-P? Well, then I'm that asshole. Yeah. I mean, look, what do you want? Um, I guess you're going with the middle path. You don't want too much. You don't want too little. I, I, uh, I, I didn't want to be Jimmy. I'll tell you that. And we've, we've discussed that in the past. But, uh, but you, you're in charge now. Yeah. But then as my manager said, at the, uh, when I said, I'm going to change it back to Jim, he went, uh, uh, I said, cause you know, it just seems like, uh, you know, Jimmy seems youthful. And he went, really? Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Very good. End I of mean, conversation. That, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was it. He was right. Like, at that point, uh, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, they're all doing fine. They are doing fine, but they're not you. Like, you're do- I mean, you're doing better than them in stand-up comedy. Is that, would you say that's fair? Oh, I think if, an, if either of them wanted to do a stand-up comedy show tomorrow, they would do better than me in one night. If they wanted to. I mean, they'd sell more tickets. That's not what I'm talking about. I see what you're saying. You're a better stand-up comedian than Jimmy Kimmel. I would like, well, I don't, I don't know about that. I think Jimmy would be, Jimmy does a great job. I think he's the best Oscar host since Johnny Carson, speaking of Johnny Carson. And I think that at a nightly basis, he delivers his monologue wonderfully. So I think he would be a good stand-up comic if he wanted to be. But, that, but he'd be without prompter. But current working, I'll say I agree with you, Mike. <laughs> I, I don't want to take anything away from Jimmy because I think he's terrific. I think Jimmy Kimmel's terrific. And I'll say I, I agree. Now, if you want to focus on yeah. the East Coast, uh, I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 100%. I will say this. Uh, I feel like I'm in a similar position to you regarding my... I don't care about... Like, the spelling of the name isn't the important thing. Like, the comedy that I'm doing... Like I said, most of the audience, they if they don't know how it's spelled, you know, if I'm performing for new people who don't know me never seen me Mike Kaplan like if they find out later that it's spelled differently it's not gonna it's not gonna I mean maybe it will deteriorate you know the entire enjoyment experience that they had but I don't think it should because look the name you know what you meant you guys quoted Shakespeare earlier a rose by any other name a mic by any other spelling you know Mm -hmm. I it, it truly like I love I love doing comedy and I'm it was like when I was a kid and I wore shirts with like colorful things, you know, like, yeah, I was, oh, hey, look at this, a cartoon. I like it. Yeah. And then in college, I, I dated a woman who was like, let's get you shirts that have nothing on them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I don't like all this addition. She's uh-huh. like, I'm a fan of Jimmy Pardo, subtraction, like right yeah. in the middle, he, down, down the line. And so I had, you know, just these shirts with just a stripe on them, just a, a solid color, you know, like nice fitting, nice shirts. And then throughout my adulthood, I had uh, many partners who would uh, update my wardrobe occasionally. I'm just like, I just want to like I, on stage. So I you're wanna... just a mannequin. You're not even, you have no self-thought <laughs> or will of your own. <laughs> uh, regarding my clothing, I truly, I want it to feel good and look fine. You know, I don't need to yeah. stand out, especially like, here's an interlude. Uh, I in When I was uh, in grad school, uh, one of the thesis projects that I was considering doing, my advisor said, the New Yorker cartoons, that somebody has divided them into, like, they have captions and they have images. And the caption and the image, they're either going to be realistic or, like, absurd. And so usually it's a mix, ma- uh, a mishmash of mm-hmm. them. It's usually one of one, one of the other. Sometimes they could have both realistic, never both absurd. Like, both <laughs> realistic could be, like, social satire, but usually it's a, you know, a, a crisscross. But, like, having absurd on absurd is like doing a parody of a comedy. It's hard to do. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for the thumbs down, Jimmy, for the audio listener. Uh, and uh, I feel like me, like wearing things that are, you know, if I, I'm like, I'm the absurd thing. So I'm like, want to look regular, be, be absurd. Right. And so that's why, like, truly, d- almost don't care about my clothing. But eventually I did. I'm wearing a shirt right now with a tree on it. Love it. Have many shirts with trees on them, some with owls, other animals, like, you know, fun things. As an adult, fine to wear a plain shirt, also fine to wear like a colorful shirt that I enjoy and that's why I feel like my name is now a colorful shirt that I enjoy but I could take it off I could wear a regular name legal name Michael Kaplan it's on my tax it's not a secret 
You know what I mean? Uh, I changed it when I was a kid, just as a kid, just being weird because mm-hmm. Prince changed his name to a symbol. Maybe I've shared that here before. I believe you have. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, that guy's a weirdo. I'm gonna look, look Oliver. Does Oliver dislike when Prince changed his name uh, for a legal reason that was actually more uh, required of he him does if he wanted? Because yeah. he's a racist. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, against what race? Uh, princes. Like, yeah. He doesn't like princes. <laughs> Anti monarchist. Uh, Mike, I'm only interrupting to allow you to take a breath. No, no, no. That's uh, no, I'm done. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> that was just my interlude. Oh, good. Yeah, that was yeah, the interlude. Let's get back to the main thing you were saying. Uh, Garen, do me a favor. Look this up just for the fun of it. Uh, put. Uh, let's say somebody's driving home. They go to the Acme in Minneapolis. I know Mike is a favorite there. Uh, they, to your point, somebody's brand new in the audience. They go, that guy was great. I'd like to see him again. What was his name? Oh, his name was Mike Kaplan. If, so if I'm going to put it, if I get home or on the phone, I have the, uh, the sort of person in the passenger seat go, uh, hey, Google that. Comedian Mike Kaplan. Spell M-I-K-E. Because I've only heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will Mike come up or will another Mike Kaplan come up? Let's see what the results are, Mike. I know you know the answer. I'm uh, thrilled. I don't. Am I spelling his last name normal? K-A-P? How do you spell your last name? K-A-P-L-A-N. Right. So, yes. Yeah. And then later, let's try it crazy. Let's go with a C and see what happens. It goes straight to Mike. It goes right Boom. to this guy. Yeah. So, okay. Pictures so, and all. So, no problemo. All right. Now, do the C thing. Like, uh, uh, although I don't know a lot of Kaplan's with the Cs. Yeah, try it with a Q. Is it Liz, Lizzie Kaplan? The actress? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. There we go. It, uh, it says, including results for comedian Mike Kaplan with a K. Boom. And then our boy's uh, the first. Yeah, it gives us All right, his so details. Listen, Mike, I've got no problem with your spelling. I'll talk to the boy when I get home. <laughs> and tell him, here's the thing is, if you spell it M-Y-Q, you often will get a garage door opener company. Oh. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Here's something that's somewhat funny. If you scroll down, you will get Mike Kaplan, M-I-K-E-K-C-A, the correct way, or not the correct way, the way I spell no, it. No, the correct way. Meteorologist <laughs> at Fox 32. Isn't even the top of the list. You know this guy? Spelling. Are you familiar what? with this guy? Well, you put in comedian. Did now you I not? am. <laughs> oh, so you've never you've never had this thing where you know that there's a, a, a meteorologist <laughs> with your name. I didn't know about the meteorologist. <laughs> I do know about the costume designer, which I first saw, uh-huh. I think, in Clue and then uh, Fight Club. Originally, Michael B. Kaplan. Mm. Uh, so that's uh-huh. one another reason why I couldn't be Michael Kaplan in SAG-AFTRA, already a show business Michael Kaplan. I, several, because Michael B. Kaplan, going the Michael B. Jordan route. Though I right. think the Michael B. Kaplan... Old Michael Kaplan must have died because, or left the union because Michael B. Kaplan, or there's two different costume designers, Michael Kaplan and Michael B. Kaplan, and they're both doing great. Good for them both. They Star Trek, it. Star Wars. It yeah. Hard. It's, I honestly, I got, now I want to look this up. It's hard to imagine the same costume designer from Clue also worked on Fight Club. I, it's obviously possible, but it, it's kind of mind blowing to imagine, isn't well, it? He's one of the best. He can, he, he can go all over. That's, all, a, that's all a range. He baby. can do comedy murder. He can do regular murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He can do punching and blood. He's <laughs> <laughs> Need more blood on this shirt. Costume designer Michael Kaplan, who has gained recognition in such films as Blade Runner, Star Trek, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Fight Club. But what about to, Clue? Blah, blah, it's, it's the same <laughs> Okay, it's the same guy. Same this guy's had an incredible <laughs> career. Yeah. Well, amazing. Yeah, he's one of the best. Him. You, you believe everything people are wearing in those movies, don't you? I do. <laughs> I never once questioned it. I've never watched a movie and thought that the costume was incorrect. <laughs> no. I, I don't think so. But huh. you've looked at movies and you've gone, uh, like when I saw Cruella, was that the name of that movie? Mm-hmm. And I went, uh, I would, oh, they're going to win an award for this co- these costumes. Ah. Like, I have done yeah. that. Yeah, I don't think yes. that every time. Uh, but I've never looked at it and gone, eh, it seems like, oh, sometimes you will see something and go, no, that shirt, like on a TV show, yes. that shirt uh, was, is two years later. Right. They got yeah, the wrong period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I definitely have I feel that way about acting. Like you know, I've I've acted of a, a very small amount, more than most people, less than all actors. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I, I you know I, I like being myself. I understand that acting isn't just pretending. Isn't just it's a skill. And like when I see a friend do it, when I see a friend in a thing, and I'm like, but that's that's my friend, and they're being different. I'm like, that's that's when I tr- that's like the true test. But when when it's somebody who I don't know, and I'm like, oh yeah, Christian Bale, that guy's different. And he's like that guy. Like you ever see the fighter? Uh, sure. The, at the end of the fighter, they show like the old guys who are the source of the material. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that Christian. He wasn't just inventing it. He just like became that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. So yeah, I, I get it with acting, and I get I I don't ha- think I've had it with costumes as much, but I see that it could happen. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Mike Kaplan yeah. on uh, theater <laughs> and film. <laughs> Uh, I discovered arts. this as I was walking into a doctor's appointment the other day. They were playing Spectrum News on the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which in-house we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they, they went to their, um, a woman that was covering a, uh, at, at the uh, state building, the, uh, what would that be called? The Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they threw to her Daniela Pardo. Oh. Whoa. And I oh, that's, that's your last name. was stopped in my tracks because my wife's name is Danielle. She did not take my last name, right. but it, but that's too fucking close for comfort. Wow. Do you think you're actually married to this woman? I believe <laughs> I need to look at some paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Are, it was. Uh, are there other? I mean, of course, there are other Pardos, but are many of the Pardos? There's Pardos, not the most common name. It is not the most common name. It's more uh, common in uh, the uh, Spanish heritage than it is. Uh, I come from the Italian. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, are you pronouncing that right? <laughs> I, no, I uh, for humor. I yeah, said, right, 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 uh, yeah, that makes sense. I said it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you heard me say that I'm Mike, right? Yeah, I could definitely hear it in the pronunciation. Yes. because he is Italian American, he gets to say I Italian because he puts the I. That makes a lot of sense. If you want to spell Mike M E Y E Q, I grant it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I won't like that at all. Mike Italian. <laughs> pass. Let's pass. get Oliver on the horn. <laughs> when? <laughs> what if we just kept mugging him all day? Some quick thing. What do you? think about this spelling <laughs> how long would it take for him to just know. he would never let it go to voicemail though he's too nice he uh he also loves here like we talked about it. he yeah. loves hearing adults laugh and be funny so yeah. if i put him on if i came in here every day and put him on speaker he would be happy doing that like yeah. just listening in and uh does he listen to the show he does not because yeah. it's not appropriate that's fair uh <laughs> there, there's some stuff on this show i don't think he uh, needs to hear just yet that's okay but he can hear when i'm dead <laughs> It is. A, it, we're getting closer to that. Both our kids. My daughter is about to turn fifteen. His is about to turn sixteen, and we're we're now getting into the realm of age where it's like, well, they could listen to it. There they, are other. We have we have fans who are their age now, or like they, or there were. But, when he, we but started. they're not our blood, yeah. right? And I don't know if I need my son to hear about how I get a hand job. <laughs> I know outside of a comedy club. You don't need it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you want it? Here's the thing. No, Jimmy, your son. That makes sense. And your daughter, Matt. Uh, what if they started a podcast and it's like a Muppet Babies version of this podcast? <laughs> it would. Well, these two tried to do that. But, uh, it would be uh, wonderful. Yeah, they're both very yeah. talented young people. Fantastic. I wish them a lot of luck. But so to conclude my interlude, Jimmy, <laughs> I vote Jim. I oh. if you like it. Do people call you people call you Jim in your in your standard life or never? Uh, at this point we're down to my dad, my personal appearance agent, and my manager. And I think that's it. And and you're happy if you uh, for the rest of your life, Jimmy, here lies Jimmy. So be it. On the tombstone, Jimmy? No, it'll probably be James. James. 
Do you, do you ever go by James? I don't, and I hate it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't hate it. I just no. don't like being called it. Then don't put it on your tombstone. You don't have to. I'm dead. You're in charge. I'm not in Write charge. Write it down. I'm the guy underneath it. That's fair. <laughs> have you ever read the book Being Mortal? It's a great book. I have not. About end-of-life care and how systems fail us and we should all do better. But uh, a doctor, Atul Gawande, I think uh, maybe a MacArthur Genius Grant winner. Uh, really, really beautiful stuff about, you know, like, we all we all have these things happen. Like, my mom, my grandmother died a couple years ago. My mom, right. at one point, was at the hospital my grandmother was at that point like not conscious and the doctors were like you got to do something here's the options and my mom they gave her two options and my mom was like well what what would you what what is done in this situation she's like i'm not the doctor what is done and they're like well what is done is we offer you the two options right. and then you make the decision that you think that this person would want like in the book there's an example of a, a guy who like a, a nurse she's like talking with her father about like when do you want me to keep you alive you know and he's like if i can still enjoy football and ice cream you know, if I can watch football, enjoy ice cream. And then that came up like he was going into an operation and she was like, doctor. And they're like, what should what should we do? Should we do the thing or not do the thing? And, he's, and she's like, what's the chances that he'll be able to enjoy football and ice cream? And they're like, 70, 70 percent. And they're like, do it. And now that man is still I mean, maybe he's dead now. But at that point in the book, he it was successful. But is he on tubes and is he living a miserable life other than. That uh, that wasn't in the book. They didn't. They definitely didn't say that. Because that's a flipping answer. I'm I, not. I'm not happy with that. Kind of <laughs> what if he was just like, I'm no longer enjoying football, but it's because of all the rule changes. <laughs> They've really taken the spirit of it out. That's fair. So it's only ice cream. I don't know. Better be good ice cream. Ice cream all the time. You know what but... that guy loves? The spider drum. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 that's what broke his back. He's like, I can't. Ta- I can't oh, you, take oh, these over the head shots. I think to me that's I mean, the only thing keeping him alive. I don't know what. Who wouldn't like the spider cam shot? He though. likes it. That's why I don't know why you went to, that he doesn't. Because I was just trying to find other things that would make him like lose his interest in football other than being in a vegetative think, state. Did perhaps. you see, speaking of football, Mike, yeah. and I know that you, uh, you want to uh, go on another monologue. Jimmy James Pardo. That's all I want on your tombstone. <laughs> that's <laughs> horrible. I'm not a news radio character. <laughs> um, there's a young, uh, they're calling him young Gronk. Have you seen this? No. Some, I, I'll say it, a mentally ill father Ooh. is basically, uh, he's not. But he may uh, may as well be. He is uh, living vicariously through his uh, son. Uh, uh, he knew before he was born he was destined to play football. And the kid is uh, being groomed to uh, mm-hmm. go. Uh, How old now? Oh, shit. You know, Mike, I'm on a medication where I don't remember everything. Garen, please, please look this up. Look up Young Gronk. A single-digit age? A double-digit at this point? I, yeah. I just like, don't remember. 57? I, I, I can't yeah. see the digits on that clock. Born in so 65? Yeah. He's 10. He's 10 years old. Okay. And is, uh, and he is getting a lot of this attitude that I'm giving yeah. on social media. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to defend it. And he really can't. Right. Because it's like, so you're setting your kid up to just get concussions. Like, you're you're mm-hmm. since before he was born. Mm-hmm. Because you could, like, right, Garen, what's the problem? Premise here, it's that he's got him eating special diets. He's he's in a routine. He's a real athlete. He's not a normal kid. The wow, father, cool. Yeah, said. it's uh, if you if you dive deep into this, it's it. Uh, and I did, but yet remember none of it. You know my uh, yeah. that's my mo. Uh, it's it's awful. It, well, it's off. It's a stage mom, right. but it's a dad. I was in about football. to say we've learned from show business that it never goes wrong when a parent railroads a child into a career. Right. I so, also I like the slogan uh, for the show: "Dives deep, never remembers." That's, <laughs> boy, that is, a, that that is really a t-shirt for us. Yeah. Get moving on it, artists. <laughs> yes, Gern. Uh, if I'm not attributing this quote correctly, I apologize. This website I'm looking at is awful. But apparently, Will Compton, a former linebacker, said, "I personally disagree with what you're doing." 
What I think is that you're exploiting your son for social clout, status, fame, money, and to fill a void that you couldn't fill on your own. Wow. And, that, and that's basically what mm-hmm. the internet's saying, but not even, a, I mean, that, that, that's a football player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's fucked in the head, too. He knows. So he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> even a dum-dum. <laughs> so even a dum-dum. <laughs> Wait, no, it could go either way. Either he's wrong because his brain is bad, oh, or oh. even is, even a brain-bad guy knows the <laughs> truth here. Yeah. And you know what? Let's be fair, in, that, in that regard, let's be fair to Aaron Rodgers, then. He may have misunderstood what they said about Vax. He might have said a van. We're going to put a van in your neck. Mm-hmm. Well, I've done well. my research, and I've got a natural van. Yeah. But that's the, that is the non-comedy thing about the Aaron Rodgerses of the world. is like, if you get hit in the head a bunch of times, and then you're a public figure saying stuff about what's going on in the world it's like you don't make you don't necessarily have the cognitive oh, I'll capacity still throw comedy at it <laughs> no I'll still get you gotta, yeah no that's what that's our job but i'm just saying like it's it's a sad truth that a lot of these guys don't have right. the same cognitive that guy's capacity. also with dillweed right i mean like uh who aaron rogers aaron rogers uh, i don't know well this father is too I mean, yeah no for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's this, what i thought you meant this father it's it seems like i don't have any children but uh my girlfriend's mom i feel like often she has children she has a child, she has, yeah. uh, six in fact <laughs> six children okay. uh including my girlfriend and uh she has said you know that raising a child it's like you know you don't you don't ultimately tell them who they are you ultimately like learn like listen to them listen to them tell you who 100%. they are and, yeah that's uh, that's actually very wise and uh, I did not uh, say that out loud, obviously, nor did Matt. But I think we both learned through parenting, like, that's the way to go. We do know, we, we both know people, Matt and I, who did try to guide, and it never, it, it, it doesn't work out. Yeah, it's kind of like you push them down there and they whack them all up somewhere else, yeah. you know? Like, they're going to, especially, probably, the way to make him hate football. Like, maybe he would have loved football if just his right. father was like, I love football. You want to watch football watch with it, me? Yeah. yeah, check this out. Yeah. Can I play football? Not yet. You're not. No, then I'm going to secretly play football. Like, you know, right. to be, like, th- there's no knowledge of, like, reverse psychology or how any parenting works. Like, kids don't like to do what their parents want them to do. I'm a, my parents were music teachers. My mom made me play violin since I was four. I did not like doing it. Had to go to lessons every week and sa- every Saturday, a school all day for learning oh. theory and You don't like the violin? And, no, I love it now, but I, I was fortunate that I taught myself guitar in high school and I was like, well, I don't have to do this. And I played for hours a day. I'm right. like, I don't want to practice music i want to play the guitar yeah and i was like fortunate that i had that all that information was already in me like i'm very grateful to my mom for doing that but if i hadn't picked up a guitar i might have been like ne- like you know it's like religion you know like some kids they're like i'm not gonna do it i re- and eventually like i mean i guess it's yeah sure why not this mm-hmm. this one's good i i know this one this one's fine <laughs> that is the voice of mike kaplan now we learned off the year that mike had some indian food before he got here Laced with cocaine, I'm discovering. <laughs> Laced with cocaine. Mike's on fire today, and I mean that in a complimentary. Yes. Thank we, you, we Jimmy. love Mike Kaplan. He's here in town. He's at the Dynasty Typewriter. Yes, Mike. Never done cocaine. Uh, Only drug that I've never done. I would say that I know three people at this table have never done cocaine. Yeah. I would say Garen Cockrell never has. I'm going to say this, uh, the jury's out on Elliot. We're about to get an answer. Your thoughts before he says it. I, I feel like he hasn't. Um, but uh, let's find out. I think I think there's a small chance that he has. It's definitely of, he was of, in a band of the th- <laughs> of the four of us. He is the most likely to have tried it. Remember but. the picture of him and Toaster Face right at the fuck the band? Is he, <laughs> that's a guy that does blow. Uh, he definitely yeah has a vibe. But. And give us the answer, sir. So don't I, leave, don't leave us waiting. I I I am afraid of all stimulant drugs. I see. <clears throat> so your your meths, your your cocaines, your speeds. They uh, I don't think I, I don't think that works well with my brain 
Okay. Like I've done, I've done pot, I've done mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done LSD because that also scares me a bit. Though, mm-hmm. so, if you did cocaine, we would have gotten this answer faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You know what? That could have answered that. Could've, we could have gotten that answer if we just thought about it earlier. There you go. We Do I understand the culture of the there show? There is never a yeah. quick answer from this gentleman. <laughs> we would have gotten the answer faster, but you never would have gotten to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm very grateful for how things are. Yeah. I just like that it wasn't a pun. <laughs> oh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> you do it on Twitter all the time. I see the buzz. Oh, not out loud. Oh, I see. Also, I do. But yeah, you know, I do many things. Uh, You know, do you guys know Ramin Nazer? You must. Uh, He does artwork, including for my uh, special thing. Yes. Album. No kidding. He does uh, lots of beautiful stuff on Instagram. Uh, We have a a book coming out together. He has illustrated some of my jokes. Okay. It's called Heart Brain Art Train. That's not why I came here, but I'm happy to tell it. But uh, Ramin uh, has now. Okay, so I love him and I forgot why I brought him up. But what were we talking about? (laughs) Cocaine. Oh, yes. Here we go. Got it. Beautiful. You've got me. Uh, So. Never did it. Ramin has a, there's an image that he draws. A lot of it is like psychedelic-ish, like rainbow colored, like beautiful philosophical, cool messages. There's one where there's like a rainbow colored dude, like all the colors of the rainbow, just stripes, you know, like a kind of like a, just a blank guy, but all made of rainbows. And then a completely blank guy. And the blank guy looks at the colorful guy and is like, oh, hey. You're that blue guy, right? And I feel like that I really resonate with that as a person who does make puns, does enjoy wordplay, and I also I do other things. Mm-hmm. I I am not I am not merely one thing, but sometimes, you know, because if it's 90% of what I do, people think it's 100% of what I do. Mm-hmm. But I think I do think it's a lower percentage, but it's a higher percentage than others. So yeah. it stands out and uh, and you're not wrong. All right, the pun guy's here. <laughs> that's what I took away from that. Yeah, I, he just said he does mushrooms, including... That's a, that's a kind of a pun guy. Okay, please continue. Uh, it uh, sounds like fun guy. No. No? No, that's not that's not. You, you made this happen. <laughs> no, I don't know if I did. I think you made it Ooh, happen. It's just like the father trying to force his child into football, and it won't work, and you, disparaging puns, made them arise. I, I love puns. You brought them up? I, yeah, I am I a fan of puns. Yeah. I'm just, I, and that's why I'm busting your balls. Yes. If I really didn't like them, uh, <laughs> then I wouldn't I, be here. Yes, I would yes. be quiet, <laughs> and you wouldn't be here. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, there are many a folk that have never been on this program, and that's because I don't care for their puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's. Oh, I thought you were going to say because they make no puns at all, but it's because <laughs> they're not good at it. It's it's their, their, their yeah, yeah the way that they're handling the pun world is yeah. uh, one that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, the, uh, that is Mike Kaplan. You heard about him, M Y Q. We're happy that he's here. Uh, speaking of rainbows, by the way, I just want to bring this up for, the, and I'm saying this on record. I bought a White Sox hat with the uh, rainbow on it mm-hmm. uh, uh, to wear to Pride Night. Uh, but it turns out uh, we are not going to be in Chicago for Pride Night. It happens when we leave, and then when I re- uh, and then it's uh, also happening here at Dodger Stadium uh, before we get back. Oh, so uh, we're missing both Pride Nights. Mm-hmm. So I bought a hat, and but I am going to wear it when I go to the Dodger game this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I get the shit kicked out of me in the parking lot, I want you to know why that happened. <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. When you hear uh, a man was beaten uh, to a pulp, yeah. uh, it's because I wore a rainbow. Uh, uh, logoed White Sox hat. Got it. And uh, uh, to just a regular game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, better you than someone else. No, taking it for the team. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if it is better. You're me than somebody an else. ally. So you say you're going to a Dodgers game. Are you sure it's because of the rainbow or because of the White Sox cap? 
It's true. They have two reasons to beat you up. Oh yeah, it's a double dip. Uh, that's oh. what I'm saying. There's 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 re- there's already reasons. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you this. This is full disclosure. Uh, because of uh, history at Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, I do t- from leaving from the game back to my car, I take my hat off. Yeah, I do. That's a, that's, a, that's a shame, but wise. Uh, and I definitely will when I go this week. You got to get I, out of Dodge, right? Yeah. I don't want them seeing that there's mm-hmm. uh, there's trouble. There's uh, been people beaten up. It's yeah. it's really which is ridiculous. It's, You're mad at it's clothes? a sport. It, it's sad and surprising yeah. and also unsurprising. It's very right. It's I, all of it. I, yeah, I lived in you know I went to college in Boston. And I started doing comedy there, and so I was there for like twelve years. And it's so strange that grown human beings like I I love. Like if you're passionate, if you, you love your team. Like it's it's meaningful. You share it with your family, with your friend. Like I get it. I get there are things that I love, and it's just so strange that when, that it can turn so dark, so it can flip. And like they they're so di- there's here's a, a kind of a joke that I would tell, but this is the truth that like when I grew up in New Jersey, I live in New York now. Sometimes if I say that to audiences in Boston, they're like boo. And then sometimes if I'm in New York where I live and where I near where I grew up, and I'm like I used to live in Boston and people in the audience are like boo I feel like the people booing me have more in common with each other like you you would love each other like you're on the same team of loving this sport like it's so close it's just like almost exactly like I'll say it's 100% like Israel and Palestine why not get into that right now <laughs> nope that's not I appreciate not doing that fair enough uh, Mike you were Columbus Ohio I have to imagine I have been there do yourself a favor if you want to kill three minutes of your act uh, mention uh, just mention uh, hey, I was recently in Michigan and watched them fucking fall apart <laughs> because of some college rivalry between their football teams, and they, they, they will boo you for a minute. And you and you're a comedian telling you don't you don't know why it's fucking happening. <laughs> then you walk off stage and go, why do they boo when I said I'm going to go to Michigan? Oh, because of the. I mean, I understand, but oh, because of the football. I go really. They got that. Who gives a shit? I'm a comedian telling a joke about I was driving through Michigan. Idiots. They don't even know you're about, maybe you're about to shit on Michigan. They They, would love that. They don't know that, right? They don't. They just hear Michigan and start booing because they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb, I pronounce the B (laughs) for their assistance. (laughs) They wouldn't know how to spell it otherwise. That's exactly right. Mike with an YQ. Imagine imagine how confused they'd be looking at your name on a flyer. I don't want them to find it, yeah. You don't want them to. That's a smart move. Yeah, it's like a cloaking device for your act. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know one of the one of the best gigs I ever had in Brockton, Massachusetts, yes. uh, which is an area that I was like afraid to go to <laughs> just to, to perform comedy. Not afraid of my physical. Why Brockton? Well-being. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. It's uh, like it, it was an area. I'll just. I think you'll get it from the okay. story that it was the the same night I was performing the semifinal, the playoffs, the you know the thing, the sports thing that was almost the big thing in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I think it was the semi the playoffs. Is it the playoffs Playoff. right before the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes, we're accepting uh, playoffs. Thank you. Uh, and the Patriots, the team of that area, were in uh, that game. And so we're he- we're waiting for the show to start. And some of the other comedians are like, I mean, maybe not a lot of people are going to show up because everybody cares about this thing. The place was pretty full. Uh and they loved it. I was like, this is, I should perform only when the Patriots are playing because then oh, the yes. people that came to see me, even people of, I was like, this town, I think, would be more, you know, sports, more like Columbus, Ohio, more booing Michigan yes. than otherwise. I'm like, I'm not even, we're not even near it. You know, they're like, we just don't like any places, you know. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I love that. I love going up against a sporting event. I 100% huh. agree with you. When I've been to, uh, uh, Chicago, and they go, you sure you want to do a, a 
show against the Bears? <laughs> yes, I do. Because <laughs> those are not the people coming to my show. Yeah. So I'm with my I'm with Mike on this, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Uh, why do you think the opposite? I, yeah. I, I can only say to that. <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. Hmm, that's the school I went to. <laughs> uh, I did learn that as well early on in uh, in my comedy when I went to Detroit um, back in the. Uh, uh, early 90s when uh, Jordan and uh, give me the Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm. where they would play to, uh, against each other right mm-hmm. and they would our next meeting is from Chicago boo and it's like why are they booing it and uh, oh they're mad because uh, Mike you know because uh, of the basketball because there's a man who's good at oh, uh, uh, basketball yeah. Michael Jordan's red. not performing yeah, here today I, I, yeah. I, I am so the rest of the, please don't mention I'm from Chicago let's, <laughs> let's, let's not get off on the wrong foot uh, unnecessarily oh yeah to these dunces who want to be mad at me also I could be totally wrong. I think, ironically, I think Isaiah Thomas is from Chicago, even right? though he played for the Pistons. Yeah, if don't. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like, that's that's how stupid that whole situation is. It's like, you could be mad at a guy. Like, what? Michael Jordan's from North Carolina, so <laughs> like, okay. So look, this guy plays in Detroit, but he was born in Chicago. But he was conceived <laughs> yeah. in an airline bathroom. Oh, I did over. He was over, uh, over the country. Yeah. Flyover, yeah. flyover. Fuck, that's what I call him. Flyover. When they happen, they happen more often than I'd like to. Yeah. Tell you hey, about. Oliver could be listening when you're dead. <laughs> he knows I've had sex. <laughs> he knows I love to fly. It shows. Thank you. Uh, Mike Kaplan is here. He's got the big show at the. Uh, when, when is that? Wednesday? Third? Uh, no, Saturday. Oh, so so uh, so we can't promote it here. Saturday, yeah. three p.m. What happened? It's a matinee. It's I, for for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Chicago. Is it a kids program? It's not. It's a regular comedy show. I do. I, I Matt and I. Whenever we do, never not funny. Boy, do we love the matinee. Oh, yeah. you pronounced it wrong. Matt and I. That's a weird thing. <laughs> you said Matt and I. I heard it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I got your humor. Thank you very much. I'm choosing to deadpanly <laughs> ignore it. I'm, I like I'm that choosing about you. to get mad in my head that we haven't used that for promotional reasons. <laughs> it's a matinee with Matt and I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 3 p.m. Yes. And uh, at the comedy, is it just you? Is it a one-person show or is it uh, others opening for you? How's it work? Great questions. I am doing the hour that I'm bringing to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this oh, August. Awesome. It is called Imperfect. It is an hour of stand-up comedy, but it is more thematic than many hours of comedy that I have done before. Okay. Uh, and I will have my friend Aaron Judge doing one opening spot the of comedy. The outfielder for the Yankees? Uh, Aaron, E-R-I-N. <laughs> That's a different Judge. person. Yes, different person. And I'm sorry, I got so lost in what was going to be a piece of gold. <laughs> I did not hear, what is this woman doing? Uh, she is doing comedy to open the show. She will get yeah. the audience in a nice mood. Yeah, I think I will actually come out at the top and just, uh, I, I enjoy that. Like when it's my show, yes. like come out and be like, hello. Like who? Like it's not like seeing the bride before the wedding, which also <laughs> who cares? Why not do that? Have a good time. See whoever you want. Uh, but uh, I like it. I, I like the the opening act doesn't have to go out cold, so I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's me. I'll I'll do my show at the end. I'll have fun at the beginning. Uh, I'll also have fun doing my show, but you know, you you get it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my my show. We, walk me through the whole timeline if you would. <laughs> you got it. You don't, you don't walk out and say, hey guys, fun's over. 14, I'm about to do an hour of comedy. <laughs> billion years ago, uh, I was born in 1978. I uh, started birthday. from the beginning. Thank you very much. October 7th, and. Um, 
Yeah, so it'll be 3 p.m. Aaron comes out a few minutes after that, and then I'll do that one-hour show that if you can't make it to Edinburgh, Scotland this August, I recommend Dynasty Typewriter this Saturday. That's exciting. And uh, and you're doing other spots around town, I gotta imagine? Uh, I am. I'll be on a few other shows. Good for you. You deserve it. Thank you, Jimmy. Good comedian, Mike Kaplan. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming in, Mike. (laughs) 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 Jimmy, we're not doing that morning radio show that you do. Oh, no. This is just a podcast. (laughs) Oh, I completely misunderstood what was happening in here today. Uh, Mike, the, the marriage is going well and if it wasn't i wouldn't imagine you'd say it wasn't on the air uh that's correct i'm not married but it is going well your, your relationship yes your, your long time 100 yes the show is in fact uh largely about our relationship and created uh by both of us some okay. implicitly some explicitly uh she's not a comedian but she says funny things and has meaningful thoughts and ideas about uh our life together and so the show about our life together created by us uh yeah Rini. My girlfriend is wonderful. We'll be this year, this month. We'll have been together seven years. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> are you? Uh, will she be joining you to the Fringe Festival? She will indeed. Oh, that's great. Oh, oh yes, cool. we that's were there cool. for, together uh, for the first time in 2018. Oh, okay. loved it. Super loved it. And uh, yeah, we are going back. Are you one of these people? I'm sorry, Matt. Let me just yeah, very sure. quickly. Are you one of these people that? Uh, there are comics that go there and they do one show at the festival. There are one, and there are some that do 47. Mm. How many are you doing? Uh, great question. I'll, I can answer what I did last time, and I think I'll aim to do a similar thing this time. That is, uh, my show will be every night, I think, at 7.45 p.m. Okay. I will do that show, you know, between August 2nd and 28th, every night, except for probably one day off in the middle. Every uh, night for a month, basically. Yeah, wow. every night. Yeah, I think it's 25, 26 days, somewhere there. Wow, terrific. Uh, so, yeah, I'll do that every day. And will it be, I, I don't know anything about this festival. Maybe we talked about it the last time you were here, but again, I'm on a medication that's making me forget everything. Uh Will every show be sold out or will there be some like, well, he's here. He's here a month and there's other things a part of this festival. Maybe there's 10 people. Maybe there's uh, maybe it's jam. Oh, yeah. My understanding is uh, I can't say exactly. I don't know if we're if every show is sold out at this point. I hope hope it will be. Oh, great. But uh, when I was there the first time, uh, 2018 was my first time. My understanding was that there were four to six thousand shows happening every day and that the average audience size is four, uh, <laughs> which includes, you know, there's some people, uh, you know, mainstays of the fest, like selling out like local UK favorites, uh, hundreds of seats at a time and some people empty canceling shows. Uh, I think that uh, my weekends were pretty full. Like I had like a hundred something seat venue, which was large for a first time there. Okay. And I think it's similar this time, but uh, the aim will be to fill it. But yeah, I think, you know, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, they might have like deals. And, you know, so there were some that had a dozen, some that had 30. Okay. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Usually, usually a double digit number uh, in my experience, but, uh, but I'm open to it being, uh, one <laughs> but, but going in knowing that you feel more comfortable like the average audience is four yes when you have four or eight you're you go oh okay that's just par for the course yeah a hundred percent great go ahead Matt yeah. Bell, is, is every show that way or do you have the option of saying hey i just want to do like three shows in one weekend or five shows or you know a week a week run uh most comedians uh i most people going over there i think do the full month there are people i know who are doing like a shorter run or go for a weekend or go for like sometimes you're you're bigger like i think when i was there last time anthony jesselnick came and did like a weekend just Mm -hmm. like you know three Mm -hmm. shows or something three nights and uh but yeah most i would say most shows are the whole month wow Justin, I went there, three shows, 12 people. (laughs) (laughs) On average. For a show. (laughs) Because I wanted, I think we should do, I think we should take Never Not Funny over there. Oh, that'd be incredible. I think you're out of your skull. (laughs) But I don't know that we can do 28 shows. We cannot do 28 shows. No, it's crazy. But I could see doing a week. 
That'd be fun. Yeah, I bet do a show be every to. night for a week. And look, unlike these other fucking losers, we have a different show every night. <laughs> we're, we're just making it up a lot. But we've also done shows for people that don't know who we are. Oh, and it's that's bad. a disaster. But that's but that's kind of what excites me about it. Is, oh. is like the idea that they would be completely baffled. You could make a documentary about it. Yeah. None of this. Called uh, Never Not Funny? <laughs> None of this appeals to me. <laughs> Where do you like going? What's your favorite place to visit? For how long? Pardon? Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> that was easy. What a bad question. What a bad My apologies. I understand. I answer the questions. I don't ask. I them. have, uh, you know, I've, I've been many a place, and I still the, the most peaceful that I ever am is in Hawaii. That mm. is where I'm the most peaceful. Fair enough. And so that is my answer. To that I, I did very much also enjoy Rome, but I did enjoy my time in London and other uh, places. But uh, uh, that's all. My answer is always Hawaii. I just I know it's cliched. I know it's the the, the honeymoon oh, yeah. uh, destination. But boy, I, I love it. You do shows there? I've never done shows there. Same. No. It seems like they can be very selective about who they want to come there because everyone would want to come there. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I, also, the, I, I feel like one of our guests at some point has basically said that stand-up comedy in Hawaii is kind of a tough sell anyway. I believe yeah. uh, even a uh, in our Zoom things, I believe a uh, a person in a square has told us that yeah, yeah we have a fan that's who a Maddie, does, Maddie, does comedy Maddie Jingles, there. Right? Yeah. That, that makes that a lot of sense they're like hey everyone stop looking at that beautiful thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. In. Like, stop, <laughs> stop enjoying your peaceful weekend <laughs> is it johnny sparkles it's what it's, it's one of these uh, guys with a name yeah uh but yeah they live there and they're it, it's that like you got to be a draw yeah and uh to get because yeah why would why, why? you got to be more powerful than a volcano <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i've seen my act so i'm in jim versus the volcano yes it's me well on that note i would say they should be booking earthquake hey that's <laughs> Hold fun on. that's a good joke i like come it. on that's a that's it's a kaplan <laughs> joke yes, baby it's, it's good it was that's a, good, a kaplan it was tweet a good i did Hold it for on. you mike I, I appreciate it Dude, you're gonna get 17 likes with that why are we yelling at each other <laughs> mommy daddy now mike kaplan is still very much embracing the twitter platform uh, taking okay. advantage of it before it burns to the ground it's yes mike i i have i'm continuing to these days mainly uh retweet things that i've tweeted before if i think of new things i'll tweet them okay but i also have moved on to two other platforms uh just in case Do uh, tell. i'm on mastodon mm. as well and i put pretty much the same jokes there mm-hmm. and then i'm also on you know Substack. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of people are discussing Substack. These yeah, days. so I, I put out a, you know my newsletter through Substack. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome uh, for subscribing, Jimmy. I'll put you on later. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, you can just uh, delete it. That's what my mom tells me sometimes when she sends me like you know coupons for things that I don't. She, she's like, "You want to get this jacket?" I'm like, "You just got me a jacket." She's like, "Yeah, I know you like jackets." And I'm like, "Would you mind? Uh, you don't you don't have to send me." She's like, "You can just delete it." I'm like, "I'm just trying to." Uh, Desmond Tutu, the res- Reverend Desmond Tutu, said once, uh, I'm paraphrasing, he's like, "It's all well and good to pull people." who are drowning out of the river, but why not let's go up river to see why they're falling in? So that's what <laughs> I'm trying to cut my mom off at the top of the river. Uh, no need to send me uh, these coupons, but... Uh, <laughs> can you... I, I mean this sincerely. Can she forward them to me? Yeah. <laughs> I like a savings. <laughs> yeah, and I like jackets. She yeah. 100% could. I, I want to know what, 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 what... I don't know any jacket places with coupons. She would be delighted. Uh, I'm it's, in. It's not all jackets, but no. I, the joke that I tell sometimes 
is that uh, Barnes & Noble has managed to uh, sneakily get around my spam filter by having my mom forward me their coupons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which I don't even mind. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to have Barnes & Noble ones, but I'm sure. also, I'm happy to not receive them. Yeah, sometimes I'll pay for a podcast uh, to not have ads, right? I'll pay money yes. to not receive ads. And so I'm like, I'm happy to not get a coupon to not receive ads. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like the same basic deal. Uh, where do you want to you know, give and get? But uh, anyway, that was an analogy to something. That's Mike Kaplan. Yeah. Away from, uh, discussing the Reverend Desmond Tutu elsewhere yeah. uh, to make a, a comedic point. Uh, we welcome you in on that. Uh, and so, Mike, how long are you here in the, the Los Angeles? Are you here a week? I'm here a little over a week this time, and then to San Francisco area. Going to go up to the Bay Area. That's right. Terrific. Flew into there, uh, did a show in Chico, and one in the Sacramento area past few nights, and then drove to L.A. yesterday. Uh, I did one show in Chico, and what line came out of that, Matt? I don't know. Was the man involved? Uh, <laughs> every, every guy's got a horn. Oh, man. that was Chico. That was Chico. Oh, wow. I did a, uh, a one nighter in Chico, and the local DJ was the MC. And uh, I forget what happened, but afterwards he told me that he was going to try to get uh, blown out in the parking lot because every guy's got a horn, man. Wow. And I don't know if I gave him the reaction he wanted because then he repeated it 95 times. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear, the horn is the man's penis? That's your cock, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't, I've and, never and, heard it called that. And they're going to blow it. Oh, is that, is that a thing that people have said before? No. No, but there's, there is some philosophy deep inside that statement, which is that a horn exists only to be blown. So if every man has a horn, it must be blown. Like So it, in his mind... It, it, it's it's sort of like he's kind of going through life thinking like I don't exist if if I don't this thing is getting sucked <laughs> my dick sucked I, I mean, have no purpose and of course we all know there are trans men who may not have the same horn that other men do mm-hmm. uh, that cisgender men do so right. I think that guy I think that guy was wrong on a few levels he was yeah he was deeply yeah. wrong this was a long time ago <laughs> oh that's uh, fair and uh, as a reminder a morning DJ <laughs> <laughs> oh, a long time ago in the day and in the century yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, wow, uh, that is my memory of Chico. I can't even tell you Dan St. Paul. Maybe I was there with who was I? Th- no, no, I was the headliner because it was a Bob and Tom market. I will not remember who was the opener. God damn it. Well, we had a great show. That's fair. I had a, I had a wonderful show uh, put together by a man named DNA. Do you know this comedian? He, uh, D, D D period N period A period or yep, just D- that's, what, that's what he goes by. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. He might have a real name, but does not apply. I don't think that's what it is. Me, but let me call my son. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Got but, another uh, one for you. you. Got another one. Yeah. I've done shows with him. I think he lives in the Santa Cruz area. He's a wonderful host, wonderful producer. Great. We were at a great brewery. I think the room was called The Big Room at uh, Sierra Brewing Company. And it was like... I did a brewery the next night, and I was like, this looks like a brewery. And it's a, fa- a nice brewery. But the first one I went to, it was like, it was swanky. It was mm. a swanky brewery. Swanky brewery. Yeah. So, recommended. Head in, back to Chico. 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 Well, it yeah. sounds like I got I to talk to DNA to get uh, anything. Yeah. Anything I'll put you in touch. Does he have a horn? <laughs> <laughs> Every man's got a horn. I haven't oh. seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only right. know about my own horn. Uh, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am pretty good at tooting my own horn. I cannot toot it. Yeah, I no. don't have that. You I'm have not Ron Jeremy. Some yoga classes, right? I didn't get a, uh, a disc removed, so I can do that. Somebody that, did. That's. I believe that's the rumor, right? I don't. Is that safe to have your disc removed? No. So it can't be. So that's not a rumor. As much I think you as just had a giant legend. cock. I mean, if your dick is long enough, then it's not that uh, remarkable to be able to reach it. it I, how many? I only know of him. 
No, but there's other guys. If you've seen other porn with big dicks, you're like, I assume that guy can. That suck guy can do it. Let's get Oliver on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. And again, horn is uh, in this case telephone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And not a penis. Yeah, I know it for a horn. Absolutely, I know it for a telephone. That's, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, let's get uh, Schmitty on the blower. <laughs> uh, all right. You know what time it is? It's time to. Uh, All right, that uh, Garen does suck. We know that. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Here is your topic. Again, this is Final Jeopardy style, Mike. Uh, you played the game before. Yes. Uh, music videos. Oh boy. oh, boy. Music videos. That can go any direction. This is one that is begging. So we've got the topic, and that means that I put my wager down now. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is either one of those where it's like uh, obvious trivia. And, you know, well, that's the I, thing. Like uh, Oliver writes great questions. That category is, especially for you, Jimmy, but for me, I think too. It's like it, it's begging for a high bet. But these sometimes are the hard ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. <sighs> All right, so everybody has their bet in. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Mike I'm is still changing, working his changing out. my bet. Garen, you got yours okay. in? Yes, sir. Garen has his bet in. Why not? Matt's got his yeah. in. Elliot, waiting on you and your coked up mm-hmm. ways. Hi, man. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Wow. Okay. Uh, final answer. No, I took my glasses off to read the question. <laughs> no. uh, all right. You, I, you, you're in, Mike? Yes. Got okay. It. Mike had a lot. Of, all right. Um, before we got into movies, what famous film director's early works included directing the music video Straight Up by Paula Abdul, oh, Vogue by Madonna, and Freedom 90 by George Michael? Now, that, that that's just a... That's just a... What's a layup? Is yeah, what that is. I could not for, think of that's for, a, for some. For some, no, it's a layup for Matt Belknap because yeah. of uh, uh, straight up by Paul Abdul. I don't know it. I can't pull it. I'm going to uh, again. I'm talking about my cocky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When yeah. we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answer, and we'll do all that more with Mike Kaplan right after this. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Mike Kaplan is on the internet at Mike Kaplan, M-Y-Q. Social media, that's where you find him. You might also have a website, MikeKaplan.com. Just type that in and see what happens. Uh, he's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles this Saturday, 3 p.m. show. That's fun. Uh, he's also got a dry bar comedy special coming up, uh, you know, dry bar comedy. Uh, the website you can watch that uh, when it's available it's actually on the app now I think it'll be on YouTube eventually it's called Live from the Universe so check that out that's his latest stuff uh, Jimmy Pardo's latest stuff well first Never Not Funny is going to be live in the Yoohoo Room at Flappers in Burbank on the 27th of June and then Jimmy's next uh, Yoohoo Room set will be on the 1st of July that's an hour long stand up set that he'll be doing and then he's going to go to Ann Arbor he's going to be at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase on the 14th and 15th of July and and then he's hosting Pop Culture at the Lyric Hyperion back here in Los Angeles on the 28th. That's his birthday, so say happy birthday to him when you go there. You can watch that uh, in person in Los Angeles, or you can go to the NowhereComedyClub.com and watch it streaming from anywhere. And finally, he's going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah at Wise Guys and Jordan's Landing on the 25th and 26th of August. Go to JimmyPardo.com and click the tour link for all his dates and deets, and enjoy! 
Now, this is exciting. Uh, uh, our website that we, uh, nevernotfunny.com, mm-hmm. uh, if you are a platinum subscriber, you get the opportunity to get some perks from us. Yes. And in order to ship that out, we have opened a Shopify account. Yes. And you tell me, Matt, that this was easy peasy to do. Yeah, I was just in there the other day because it turns out, you know, we had to set the inventory levels a certain way so that uh, the so it functions the way we want it to function. We're, we're, we're using it in a weird way that probably most people don't use it because we're not actually selling things on Shopify. We're just using it to collect the shipping data we need from our subscribers to then pass it on to the vendor. That's how versatile Shopify is. You can do a lot of cool stuff with it and it's so easy to use and it's just been a godsend, honestly, just in terms of uh, making our lives easier and getting Chad down at, uh, I'll say it, Pixel Print. He's making our T-shirts, and uh, they're sending them out to the. He's sending them out to the to the right now. I think he's printing them and sending them out. Right to now, not tomorrow. Oh, But uh, yeah, we appreciate uh, Shopify for making uh, the the workflow so much easier. Uh, listen, Shopify is offering Never Not Funny listeners a great deal right now. Uh, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Pardo now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Right? You could be like us, using it uh, uniquely. You could uh, be uh, selling uh, some jewelry that you make at home. Scented candles. Scented candles. Uh, sorted soaps. <laughs> sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, you got to sort them. Yeah, don't just willy nilly ship them. I like them alphabetical in my, in my soaps. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Dove comes in fourth. Yeah. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha ching. Matt Belknap, I had a delicious, I want to say it was a jalapeno chicken breast from mm. Factor the other day. Yeah. Could have been the jalapeno chicken bowl. I forget what it was exactly. Yeah. Jalapenos were involved. Great. As was chicken. <laughs> I mean, those are two uh, great ingredients. And uh, as always, here's the deal with factor. You take it out of the refrigerator. You you, you puncture it with the fork. Yep. It says do it a couple times. I do it no less than 300 times. <laughs> um, and then I, I, you know, probably five times I do it. Uh, I then put it in the microwave. Two minutes. Your, your microwave time may vary. They tell you that. That's true. Uh, then boom. And then I plate it. And I'm ready to go with a delicious meal. Yeah, and it looks it looks it looks as good as it tastes, and it tastes amazing. I mean, I've never had a miss with them. All of the meals I've gotten from Factor have been delicious, and I can't wait. I, mean, I think I might have one tonight. What are you gonna have? Uh, I can't remember what I have. There might be a the, the shredded chicken taco uh, thingamajig, oh, which is great. That is in my top three from them. And then I forget what the other one I have to choose from, but uh, but I'm, I mean, shredded chicken. That's one of the best ones it is a listen they've got 35 different meals more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week you'll always uh, have new flavors to explore uh crush your wellness goals this uh this month uh, with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust mm-hmm. they've also got breakfast they've got desserts they've got smoothies they've got those uh those wellness shots yeah they got a lot of stuff over at factor and here's how you could take advantage of uh of them take advantage of factor <laughs> Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 and use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Belknap loves it. I love it. There's no reason why you won't love it. Factor, eat like a king. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. This is it. Never not funny. Welcome in. Uh, welcome back, rather. I mean, we know what's happening. And mm-hmm. uh, that's, uh, it is now time. Uh, Mike Kaplan is here. I'm resetting that. And But it's now time to... Sitting cross-legged on the floor. Sking, ding, 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 ding. As Jimmy goes around the hall. 
the horn. Different horn, Mike. Garen sucks. Uh, we check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Goals Bees Infodesk. That is sponsored by Doug. No, it's not. By Lemonite Designs. Head over to Lemonite Designs. Uh, buy anything. Use promo code PARDO and you will get uh, free shipping. Free shipping at the moment. Yeah. Mock man tees. Never not funny tees. All sorts of things over there. Uh, they got great merchandise. Take advantage of it. Promo code PARDO. Free shipping. Garen, what happened over the weekend? Anything of import? Uh, whoops. Um... Did we talk about the boogeyman? We did, right? You did. You were not happy with the uh, what, create for creature design. Creature yeah, that's design. Right. That's right. Um, I ended up. <laughs> I had a friend come in from out of town, and I ended up watching the entire final season of Malcolm in the Middle, which was <laughs> how many episodes? Twenty-two. Because your friend came in from out of town. Yes, yeah, like, and you I'm, wanted to I'm avoid. Watching, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it, so I'm gonna let's. I'm like, all right, let's just watch it and couldn't we just watch the whole thing so that's how you spent 10 hours with your friend thereabouts yeah it seems about wow it's i don't understand it is that the season that you were an extra in no i was on the first season oh wow so it wasn't even that it wasn't even like hey let's see you on there and then hey we're here we We need the context it it actually was that he's like he's like we were just sitting around hanging out i was like you want to watch something he's like well i'm watching milk in the middle and you know i was on that so i showed that and then we ended up watching the whole thing i don't understand why they why it canceled it was very good in the last season. It was well, still funny. How many seasons was it? Seven. That seems like enough. Brian Cranston yeah. said that's enough. I got to move mask. He's good. Like you don't realize how good he is comedically. Mm-hmm. Just hilarious. You it's guys a know really funny show. You know comedian Matt Knudsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt told me Matt got to do a part on that show where uh, Brian Cranston's character is in therapy in an earlier season, I think. Uh, and he is, uh, Matt plays like a hallucination, I think, or like a dream, an apparition of Jesus and oh. visits him. And while he has this sort of, you know, cathartic ex- experience in the, in the th- lying down on the therapy couch, he's like, Matt said that Brian Cranston was like legit, just like ball, like tears, like rolling down his face and like pouring into his ears. He's like, that was when, he's like, that's when I knew that that man would become uh he was good. <laughs> well, there's a quote right there. That's Mike Kaplan quoting Matt That's Knudsen. A, it's a paraphrase. Uh, apparently, <laughs> only uh, the Reverend Desmond Tutu gets accurately <laughs> quoted. That was also paraphrased. Oh, you did yeah, say. You yeah, did yeah, say yeah, that was yeah. paraphrased. My apologies. Yes. Shakespeare, you put it right on the, the night. I, uh, I think that one's right. Well, respect yeah. for the bard. Yeah, That's no right. question about it. Uh, he, he helps you out by rhyming things, and so yeah. you can remember them better. Yeah, you can get that right to your core. Bard K- to the bone. Knudsen? Sorry, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that pun. Bard to the bone. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Top five songs that never need to hear again in my entire life. Bard. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm, begging, I'm begging everybody to stop doing it. Uh, well, Garrett, it sounds like you had a horrible weekend. Uh, <laughs> good, actually, to be honest. You, enjoy, you enjoyed yeah. these programs. You just made that point clear. Then what else you guys do? You order pizza in? Uh no, get pizza out. No, what did we? Eat no that pizza night? at all. No, pizza no I had weekend. pizza yesterday. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Thank goodness. Just for me though. Yeah, uh, you had to wait for him to leave, and then you're like, pizza, pizza time. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a pizza friend. Yeah, I streamed a bunch. The new Fortnite season started, which is super uh, exciting for you guys. I know. Uh, but and then just I had another friend come over and hang out yesterday. A lot of hangouts this week. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Boy, that place is uh, like the old Pop days, it. huh? When you had lovers coming in and out. In and out. In and out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, now yeah, we're driving around, around the horn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. I was doing Beatles. Yeah. Well, everybody had their own thing. I was doing the In-N-Out Burger uh, theme. <laughs> and I, uh, that's what fucking Garen's all about. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Garen, it sounds like nothing else is happening. Uh, why don't you get right to your answer as a reminder? Uh, what film director, uh, before they moved on to film uh, uh, things, 
uh, famous film director's early works included directing the music videos by uh, music videos straight up by Paula Abdul, Vogue by Madonna, and Freedom Ninety by George Michael. Who are you going with? This is hard. I uh, I'm going with Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega is a, a right. very good mm-hmm. guess. Uh, I think that's a very yeah. He does a lot of musical good stuff. Yes, yeah. I like that guess because of the choreography yeah. involved. That was a last-minute guess, too, by the way. I had something else written down. I good was like, pull. wait, I'm going to change it to this. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it's the a good first pull. answer is correct. <laughs> I like it. I like Kenny Ortega. Uh, well, we'll find out in due time. But right now we check in with the uh, – move your head, please. The – nope. I, I can't read what that says. The horizontal The horizontal monopoly. monopoly. Oh, it's still that. Yeah. The horizontal. You know what? I cannot see the third lo- row. And oh. so – uh, I was having trouble uh, making out. And this the, is a classic eye test. So <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, I, that I'm not doing very, very well. I'm also having trouble seeing that clock today. Is oh. it 112? That's right. Yeah. That's correct. Oh, it is. Is it just because the glare? Because I have the glare hitting it a little. It's not glare. It's just it's far. Everything's a little fuzzy. Can you yeah. read the plate? What does it say? Uh, the name of the podcast is. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, try left eye. That, try the right eye. No. <laughs> neither. The glare really is affecting that. Never mm. That was the joke? Yes. Okay. I don't know because I'm uh, truly having trouble seeing that clock. So I, I don't know. Like, oh, shit. I cannot see that. Uh, but I do know the name of the podcast. So uh. luckily, <laughs> I could cheat on this exam. Medication is not uh, uh, impacting not everything. That, yeah. but, uh, uh, there are some issues here today. Uh, uh, Elliot, what, over the weekend, anything happen? I mean, nothing too exciting. Um, I We are, you know, we, we talked about the building uh, being refurbished. And now, now, Mike, we, uh, as a reminder, Elliot is the manager of an apartment complex in Palms, California. Correct. Thank you. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we're in the process of trying to select some furniture. Some patio furniture. Oh, that's nice. Um, it is nice, but the process is a lot more annoying than you might think. Because you have to get it approved by people? Or? Well, this is more on the finding the furniture side. So if you go to like a, an actual furniture patio furniture place, you're spending $1,000 on a chair, and that's ridiculous. So then you're looking online at your, like, your Home Depot's. Well, Home Depot's website, by the way, if you work on Home Depot's website, fix it, because what happens is it says there's a tw- 1,400 different options. You get to page five. You try to click on page six. It sends you to page two. It's really annoying. Oh, it should. It, it shouldn't do that. Do you um, think, uh, I'm very serious, do you think they listen to the show? I Look, <laughs> we have a lot of listeners that do a lot of things. You know, we do randomly get emails, like, they're, that that. That was took me a little by surprise mm. when you mentioned that someone from Linus Tech Tips listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a, a bullet dodge because I think I was off the air, maybe kind of making fun of them. <laughs> well, now, but, but now we're not. No, no, now I'm. They're great. I herald them. Yeah. Uh, Home Depot I, is big business. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people work for it. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, also owned by MAGA guy, but maybe not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Yeah, not anymore. But uh, anyway, and so then, like, we were looking at a place called Wayfair that you might have heard of. I have heard sure. of Wayfair, and sure. Wayfair is, uh, seems like a reasonable solution, but then when you read the, not the fine print, but, like, the, the down, down at the bottom of the page print, uh, you have to pay to return anything. Well, furniture is kind of big, and it costs a lot to return it. Yeah. And the big problem I'm having is it's very hard to go to a place that isn't going to charge you an extreme amount of money so that you can tell what the furniture is actually like. Yeah. You know, and there's so, no warehouse. There's no warehouse for patio furniture like out in Santa Ana. Or I mean, maybe there is. Um, we do have we do have our landscaping uh, designer is helping us with some of this, but she didn't have a connection to anything like that that would that she was suggesting. So, okay. um, so we're going we're going by that. And look, we're going back and forth. The owner has given me a lot of leeway as far as selection, color, style, that sort of thing. And there's a certain style that I like that 
these things exist, but we just don't know the quality of it. And so we've been going back and forth. So hopefully we'll get something soon, though, and that'll be cool. Oh, that'll be great. I'm, I look forward to uh, driving past the building and mm. seeing people in silhouette enjoying that uh, <laughs> those lounge chairs uh, through that. Uh, you didn't go with the frosted window. Uh, no, we do have the frosted window now. Oh, you do. That's uh, well, terrific. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, exciting. So you will not see any. You, the only silhouette you see is somebody standing right next to the window. You got to be very close. Yeah. You're going to have to get buzzed in to see this furniture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then guess what's never happened? <laughs> you, you, there's no, there's no uh, chance. Unless you're I'm park. dropping something off. Yeah. Hey, come on in, Jimmy. See the furniture. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can see it from here. I'm okay. I mean, no, it's frosted. You can't see through that window at all. No, I can see the door's open. You buzz me in. Oh, it was just for a second. Yeah, I can see. You haven't seen the table or the umbrellas? I could. I, I got a periscope with me. I was able to see everything. <laughs> wow, that is. Can I get the? I would like to buy a periscope like that thing because I would like one too. Okay, good. I, ironically, the periscope. best com. The best solution around, you know, trying to see this stuff without him buzzing you in is a drone. <laughs> um, I would, but he's got all of them uh, in the area. You'd have to borrow it from him, and that would yeah, be even more awkward. Mm. I still have to register the the drone I okay. just got. No, you have to do that now with certain ones. Didn't care before, and then I don't care now. <laughs> you head over to his place, you ask to borrow a drone, then you don't need it anymore. It's like Gift of the Magi. <laughs> it's true. Because you have to go in to get the drone, and then you've, yeah. you've already seen the furniture. Then you don't need it. <gasps> it's all solved. Brilliant. <laughs> took also, me a minute to get there. And then Elliot's going to cut his hair off and sell it. I thought you could get there. You're not from Columbus. It, it yeah. took me a little while to get there, but it, uh, it, I eventually got there. I blame, again, I blame the meds mm. for my foggy head and... Foggy eyes. Huh? Uh, what's your guess for well, this uh, director that I, got a start in the music video world? I, I can only think of one name that fit this, mm -hmm. and it was inspired by Madonna. I'm going with Guy Ritchie. Ah. Oh, yeah. They were married or yeah, just they together? Were they were married. They have children. Do they not? I think so. Do they... Uh, she had, she had kids before she was with him, I think, or at least oh. one. Who maybe. is Lourdes's? Lourdes? Yeah. Who is her father? That was like a like a personal trainer or something. Was it? I feel like one of her kids was from a guy who was like a personal trainer or some kind of a just a very fit man who she maybe looked at and said, yeah, that would make a good looking kid. <laughs> um, right. I, Pre Richie. I, I don't I don't know. Aaron? I don't um, know the Madonna. Uh, I stopped it at, with the true blue. Carlos Leon, I believe, is that's Lord what it is. is, yeah. is he, was he a dancer or what He's was a dancer, the, right? Yeah, I, I, maybe now I'm wrong. That sounds familiar. Now that he says the name, so a yeah. fit man with Guy Ritchie. She has a son named Rocco. That's right. Gotcha. Oh, All right, and then this, uh, this, uh, the first name is a backup dancer. Carlos Leon is a actor. <laughs> okay. Well, the fact that we. Uh, uh. I think I saw him at Jinkies once. Yeah, <laughs> Jinkies. I think Carlos B. Leon is there. <laughs> oh, that's thank you, Mike. Mike gets it. That's a callback from forty-five <laughs> minutes ago, and a good one. Yeah. Uh, Matt, your guess, or you know what? You know the actual answer, Mike. Your guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know as much about music videos, so I'm just happy that I think I picked someone who did direct music videos and also directed movies and i'm gonna say spike jones oh that's a nice one well, that's, that's a good guess. true that's yeah, a good one he did do those things those things uh, are true i'm not embarrassing myself yeah. Yeah. no that's all that's a very good yes thank you um i am uh my brain my i'm not connecting and let's see if you guys will allow it it's david who directed the movie sevens oh sevens 
Seven. Seven with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Fister? Fit, David Fit, Fincher? Was gonna, it Brad Pitt? I'm going to give it to you because you're 89% there. Yeah, David yeah. Fi- That's my guess is David okay. Fincher. Ah. I also think you're giving it to me because it's wrong. But uh, uh, I, I got to tell you something, Jimmy. Yes. I said David Fincher. Oh, you did. So, and you're oh, giving it to me as well. Yes. Yeah, David Fincher. Okay. That was my first guess Uh-oh, that I Garen. changed to Kenny Ortega. I hope it's Kenny well, Ortega it's... or Spike Jones. Or David Fincher. Or I just guy, want one of us to be right. Guy Ritchie. <laughs> yeah, that'll work yeah, too. It's no, not, he doesn't want it to okay. be that. We know it's he not specifically guy left that one out. I still like, even though my guess is Fincher, yeah. uh, I, I think Kenny Ortega rings nicely to you, but you know this. You Here, know. Here's the only thing that I'm a little like iffy on. If 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 we're if we're both right and you bet more than me, I'm going to be a little, uh, I'm a little, could be I'll a give little you a dollar. bummed out. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a dollar of the five. All right. Uh, you know what? That's perfect. <laughs> that satisfies my concern. Um, all right, here we go. David Fincher. I was I, I was saying, who's what's the actor's name? William Fitcher. Fitcher. That see that was what was happening yeah. in my head. Yeah, there's William Fitcher and David Fincher. It's okay, so me. here we go. Jessica Fletcher. The uh, here's what. By the way, here's what I have Oliver do whenever he sends these because um, I don't I don't. Uh, this is again part of my own neuroses. I do not like seeing that I have an unread email and i know how easy it is to go in there and do it so i have them send three the initial one then the one with the answer then i have them send a third one a long one so you can have to scroll down and you can't see the no it's in the in the thing so i don't accidentally look but that's a great i could also do that yeah dude just scroll it down but in the third one i just usually have them put test or whatever mm-hmm. uh this week i had him put frank grio <laughs> <laughs> uh here's your answer Okay. And we do have a winner. Oh, yeah. It is David Fincher. Okay. Oh, it is David Congratulations. Fincher. Congratulations. Right, now, so. Matt Belknap, I'm going to tell you how I know that. Okay. I know that because he directed a wire train video. Oh, cool. And that was, that's the only reason I know that. Yeah. And I know it wasn't Jonathan Demme who did also Thriller, did, correct? Yeah. Uh, no. No, it's the other guy. John Landis John did Landis. Thriller. I just made the mistake that happened on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But Jonathan Demme directed the Talking Heads, like the, right. the, the concert film, but he might, might have done videos for them, too. But you know the story about who wants to be a millionaire? What the guy said the wrong thing. The guy is going for the one million dollars. Okay. Yeah, he wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> he wants to be one. He's yeah. a, and he's on the verge of it, and it's down to between Landis and Demi. I believe that's what it's down okay. to. Maybe it's still okay. all four. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. He's saved his phone a friend, and he calls his phone a friend, and it's the comedian uh, Will from the Bay Area. Will. Oh, uh, he, uh, oh, oh yeah. my God! Will Short? No, that's the guy that does crosswords. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Will uh, Durst. Will Durst. Will Durst. Oh, he calls sure. Will Durst. I'm going to call my comedian friend. He knows all these things. I'm going to call Will Durst, and he calls Will Durst, and Will Durst says, uh, I, "I know for fact it's Jonathan Demi. I know for fact Jonathan Demi. And how sure are you? One hundred percent sure." It's Jonathan Demings. And the question was, who directed Thriller? Yeah. Sounds oh, like no. Will Durst owes that man a million dollars. And he, he goes, yeah, and I think they make that joke. Yeah. Don't kill me if I'm wrong, but I'm 100% like one of those. And then come back and Regis says, uh, show, is it Will Durst? And then they show mm, that it's Landis. And the guy goes, oh, Durst, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny reaction. Yeah. To, uh, to not having yeah. a half a million dollars See, after no, taxes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, uh, so what, that drops you down to what? $100,000, I believe, right? Or, 132. Uh, I can't remember how it's it 30, works. It's a big yeah. drop. It's a big drop. Yeah. Because there's one, there's one spot where you're guaranteed to get something and then it yeah. Crazy. yeah, but you're you know, it's almost like when that guy called his dad and said, I'm about to with the Nixon question, yeah. I'm about to win a million dollars. This guy calling Durst, he, and the guy Durst, I'm a hundred percent sure. Wow, here we go. 
did the guy, I don't know if you remember, did the guy have any inkling before he called Wilder? It's like, I think I, it might be Landis, but I'm going to call my friend. I don't remember that part of it, but I do, at the time, I must have remembered, because I think I, I think I also was like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no. If I may ask you guys this question. Yes. Let's mm-hmm. say if you were offered half a million, let's say half a million dollars. Is it half a million dollars or is it like a quarter million? The level before the million. What are we, you we, at? We don't remember. It, okay. It could, yeah. uh, it could also only be 32,000. No, no, no. But I mean, but the, then you, but you. As you went, Jeff, I think it is half. Oh, you yeah. mean walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so, 500,000. So if you, yeah. you could walk away right now with half a million dollars or flip a coin and either you get a million or nothing. Like Your I, friends telling you they know it 100%. Oh, yeah. I under, I'm, I'm saying without the friend part, like yeah. I would at that, you'd that walk point, away. At that I'm walking away. Yeah, yeah, take the money. Yeah. At that point, you're in though right you don't get to hear the question before you decide is that accurate? correct yeah yeah you yeah. have to choose before they read the question cool. no 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 yeah. you can walk away you could say oh you can yeah he says here's the question oh. you want it you go you know what i don't i think i'm gonna walk away oh okay well that's yeah yeah well then it's even easier yeah i'd walk away yeah i know the answer now and i'd still but again away. the guy <laughs> says i won i 100 yeah. no yeah I honestly feel like that question is too easy for the million dollar question, by the way, because like Thriller was huge. I don't know. Like nobody be, knows directors, man. But but if you were a certain age, they played the making of Thriller yeah, on a, a lot. Loop. Like it was always. I can see that a beard and age, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, you Most people are a different age. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, not all one age. I also yeah. think there are some times as I'm learning, in the, as I know from the game show world and I'm learning even watching documentaries and stuff. There are every now, every eight episode, they will put in one so that somebody wins. They do like mm-hmm. a winner. They want somebody. They Otherwise, yes. if nobody ever gets the million, then people are disappointed. Somebody yeah. has to get it every now and, and then. And they also want people at home to feel smart at times. Like that's that we were talking about that Jeopardy question that seemed insanely easy for a final Jeopardy. Oh, the Rolling Stone. Yeah. It was just like this. Uh, I should I shouldn't have said the answer. This publication what gathers was, no moss. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, it was it was like. The whole episode seemed very hard to me, and then that was the final Jeopardy question: like what what publication was named after a a song lyric, but acknowledges it's also owes itself to with the name of a rock band. Mm. And like, well, there's the Kinks. Garen, <laughs> 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 very before we move on, very quickly, because I know that the the money tree changed. Uh, when it went to syndication and stuff in the Regis years, what was it? If I don't get the million. And I get it wrong. I walk away with what? Thirty-two thousand. It is thirty-two thousand. So it, yeah. I mean, that's a drop. That's huge. That's not even a hundred thousand. You can go. Oh, you know what's not that? I still did okay. Yeah. No, that's and why thirty-two thousand is still free money. But still, that's why when you get to half a million, half a million to thirty-two, you should just take that just half a million. Yeah. If you get there, I mean, I don't know. You're almost losing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hear the question. Yeah. Yeah. The, the million dollar question. And then. Right. Then, yeah. Then, and then if you feel at all unsure. Yeah. I wonder what are the stats? Do we know on how many people win the million? How many of how that's many players? Question. How oh, many that's people a great question. It? Yeah, that's a really good question. Of the Regis years. I don't care about the Meredith Vieira years. I just. I don't, don't acknowledge those. So or real. the Christopher. Chris. Uh, what do you think? We could do a game show here. Yeah, uh, Chris, how many, how many people there? Chris. What's his name? Oh. Harris. One in 20? Harrison. Yeah. Chris Harrison. Okay. Oh, well, you think it's that many? I oh, yeah. Wait, what, you think what? it's what, far fewer? How I many did you say? Fewer. I said one in 20 just as a... To get 120? No, 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 one, one in, in 20. 20. Yeah. One in every 20 players so 5%. wins. 5%. I don't think so. No, I think it's 1%. 1%? I, I, I remember yeah. it taking... I felt like it took more than a year for one person to do it. Like mm. I remember watching it being like, is anyone ever going to do it? I'm going to say... In the Regis years, yeah, five. That that feels closer, but I don't know how we many. We know episodes. one. We know the Nixon guy. Yes, we know him for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big effing deal when the first guy did it. It was crazy. I'm going to say five. Five total in the in the Regis in era. The Regis era. And which, then, which that was for what, like six years or something? 
He was also on every night, so it was a lot of episodes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. And there were and there were but there were a lot of players. Like sometimes people go out really fast. That's right? true. Sure. Yeah, they could cram a bunch. Of Our friend episode. Rachel didn't make it. Uh, what she make it to two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. <laughs> I never even made it on the show. Yeah. I called the I called oh, the hotline once. You and me both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I called every every night. I called. I got I got all the answers right once. But your fingers were not fast enough, maybe. I guess they. I mean, they just did. They said, "We'll call somebody." You know, like mm-hmm. maybe other people got it right too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, tried to try to get on Teen Jeopardy as well. How'd that go? I uh, didn't get on. Hence the word try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, that'd my, be a weird story. My follow up yeah. was stupid. How'd it go? <laughs> tried tried to get on Teen Jeopardy. Won the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> you deserve it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are getting closer to finishing Jeopardy. Uh, Jeopardy Masters, by the way, we're getting closer. Are you um, into the semis? I'm I'm one episode away from the semis. I think semis is where there's only four of them left. The and top then four continue. Yeah, we've watched the first episode of that. Okay, I haven't gotten there yet. And uh, way behind. Yeah, Madame Odio has a new. Uh, wait till you get there. He's got a haircut. Oh boy! And it is. Um, it is. Uh, I I think it's a. I Madame Odio. I did it myself in my hotel room during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, there's huh. a little patch missing right here. Oh boy. Uh, here on his hair yeah, uh, and it is uh, uh, very tight and then very uh, it's almost like he didn't touch the top mm-hmm. and because you know the top gets a little sounds like an Elliot uh, not right now but mm, you will not see an Elliot here <laughs> okay. this, is, uh, this is different it's a little mushroomy oh uh, spreads, uh, seems like a nice out. guy who's, his, uh, who's the best friend he's made uh, in all of Jeopardy the best friend he's ever made in all of Jeopardy Matt Amodio uh, is it Andrew He it is Sam Butry. oh that's Sam nice Butry. That's his best friend he's ever made on Jeopardy. This it's is like, oh, go ahead. Really fun meta trivia about Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the inside stuff that there will someday be a show that just asks these questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, what city I'll, it, the show's did called Mateo Roach come from? What is Jeopardy? What is Jeopardy? <laughs> uh, I'll take uh, Madame Modio for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this seems like An- Andrew and Mateo seem to be friends, right? Uh, I feel like they've hung out, I, get, I gather. You do? I feel like they. I would imagine that. nobody would want to. <laughs> with, what with Matea? Yeah, you're you're, you're hard on them. I, she, I, I she's a like lot. The, they are a lot. Yeah. Wait, uh, Gar- Garen, did you find out the a lot uh, of personality there? I did. What do you got? Something kind of curious about the two winners. Okay. Anyway, so oh, out I of guess we got our it's answer. not two. It's oh. not two. Two of the of the winners. Okay. I say. Over the course of the entire show's history so far, twelve people have won. Okay. okay. Right. How many shows? For, by answering all fifteen questions correctly. All right. Uh, out of Regis's. There were nine people who oh. won a million. Mm, all right. You weren't that so, far off. But Mike's also not that crazy oh, no. with his 20. Because yeah. 12 is... Uh, no, he said one in 20. I did say one in 20. Oh. That, that was crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's too many. I was, I was <laughs> hoping. Too many. Yeah, yeah, I was optimistic. Yeah, that's... Uh, this uh, might be interesting to, to none of you. Is this the two that are a little questionable? Yeah, go ahead. Not questionable. It's just, it's just weird to me. The first person who ever won, his name was John Carpenter. Yes. The first one who ever won... Millionaire, the director. I believe that's the guy, the Nixon guy, right? Isn't that the Nixon fellow? It it might be, but the first person to win a million in the syndicated version yes. was named Kevin Smith. Another director Another name. Another director name. Yeah, that is interesting. That huh. is fun and weird. Yeah, but you know who won here today? David Fincher. That's right. <laughs> so, so we let's gotta get, find out the bets. Let's get the losing bets, Garen. Eighteen. And that was your first guess, and you crossed it out. I did. I just oh, thought his Aaron. those videos weren't dark enough for Fincher, and I don't remember them having weird. He yeah, had the, the, the wire train one's weird stuff. He had a very distinctive uh, when he was, and even into his film career, but especially when he was making music videos, he always used this effect where the light sources looked very fuzzy, like there was a, a kind of like a 
gloss. Like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but if you watch like the the Vogue video and the Freedom 90 video, you'll see what I'm talking about. Did he do sure the game? Yes. Yeah. He did it's a good game. movie. Yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah, that's right. Sean Penn. That's, those are the guys. Wait, it's a good movie. They I gotta watch it. that again. I haven't seen it since it came out. I haven't either. Can I? Can I tell you a joke? Yeah. Yeah. This is just a classic, classic joke of mine. Uh, tweeted. Little, little preview of the Dynasty show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was from a tweet from ten years ago. Okay. Uh, don't hate the uh, 1989 Robert Altman movie. Uh, do hate. The 1996 David Fincher movie. <laughs> good joke. Yeah. That's a good joke. It's really good for the seven people that got <laughs> it. They loved it. Yeah, I might have the years slightly off. Doesn't matter. Yes, we, yeah. we get the joke. Yeah. We love it. And we love it. Yeah. I think the player came out in '92, but okay. I think yeah. you're, you're don't hate the Altman film. <laughs> yeah. Hate the Fincher film. Yeah. 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 And I here's the I do I do love the player. The player is so good. It's, it's so good. And, but the game is also good. Yeah. I like the player yeah. better, but I only saw the game once, whereas I've seen the player many times. Yeah. And uh, so maybe it's not a fair comparison. Boy, it's a good movie. Does he have a bad movie? Who's that? Fincher? David, yes, he does. A- Alien 3 was not Alien great. Alien 3, watch the, watch the other version. His version. Oh, is there like a director's, director's cut? cut? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember being disappointed when I saw it in the theater. but I, I was disappointed as well. I, yeah. I, it's fascinating that a director's cut, like that the movies that we see are not just standardly <laughs> what the director right. wants to show us. Because well, some <laughs> asshole with a, you know, with a degree wants to tell you what's creative and Interesting. Yeah. We should go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Just you two? <laughs> Good. Nobody will notice, but let's do it. What are those two doing? I, 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 I Who are they? don't know. <laughs> they want more Fincher. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, just for the fun of it, and then we'll get to, to everybody's bet. Uh, run down Fincher's movies very quickly. He doesn't have a lot, so. Right, I know, that's why. It, Alien 3. Alien 3, which, uh, again, you and I we left the movie this morning, but yep. I'm told the director's got very good. Okay. Go Seven. Ahead. Seven, which is phenomenal. fantastic. The game, the game I yeah, love. Yeah. Fight Club, yeah. Fight Club, I like. Panic Room, yeah. Panic yeah. Room, I loved. Yeah. Zodiac, Zodiac, I loved. The only one I don't like that much. Might have to revisit. Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, I, didn't I love, liked it. I didn't it. love it. I liked yeah, it. I'm, I'm with you on that. Is that is that his most recent? Nope. No, no. Social Network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Good. Very good. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Never saw Never it. saw that one. It was really good. Yeah, okay. I was finchered up by that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also a remake. You know, the, kidding. Uh, I was smiling for those just listening. <laughs> There's like a Swedish version of, of that that is supposed to also be good. So it's, it was weird. They remade it so soon after. I know a lot of people don't want to watch subtitles, but. A lot of people don't. Strange. One of them's in this room. <laughs> Elliot. That's true. Oh, is that true? I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I mean, I watched, I watched uh, <laughs> Parasite. I was fine with that. Uh-huh. But I like if I watch anime, eh, mm. dubs. Go I get dub. you. Dub, the dub is more. I feel like anime and dub. It feels to me like I, you know, even like as a kid, there was like Robotech, and there was like a couple of weird things from Japan that were dubbed. It felt right. Like this is how it should be presented. Eh. But some people get get all up up in it about it, and that's fine. When you watch the dub, that's where occasionally they do a dance move right in the middle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the step out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Dubstep. Dub yeah. Dubstep. Ah, yes. Uh, what's the thing where they did this? What, what's that thing called? The dab? Crunk? Dab. Yes. dab. Yeah. That's what I meant. Mm. But I knew dub was also a dance step of some you sort. You were one letter So away. I was, uh, in my head, the joke was wrong, but I still was right. Dab step. Go. Uh, our step dab. Gone Girl? No. Oh, I love Gone Girl. Yeah. It's good. And then Mank, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen that either. What is Mank? It was a Netflix movie, black and white. About I think the it was about, guy about a writer? The guy oh, we liked it a lot. Can, yeah. We thought it was great. We thought it was really great. Yeah. And his new one, which is also from Netflix, is The Killer, which I don't think is ah. good. Oh, and that's out. I'll watch it. Apparently, oh. I'm I'm eight for ten out of him or whatever yeah. it is. And then he, he also directed, you know, because he produced 
House of Cards and uh, what was oh, the serial right. killer show? Mindhunter. 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 He directed oh, a bunch of those season episodes. Season one was amazing. Which uh, it was great. Yeah, the Mindhunter was great. The Killer, his new movie, is also written by Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this could be he a wrote that's seven one. of those movies. <laughs> no, no, Mike. No, he means the movie Seven. Oh, my mistake. So wait, that's yes. an original movie. That's Spider-Man not a. It's not a remake because there was an old movie called The Killer. No, it's well, it's 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 based on a French graphic novel series. Yeah, okay, French thing. So I don't think it's related to the. They call it a uh, uh, novel graphic. Maybe yeah. there's the John Woo killer, and then French there's. French. <laughs> Sorry, I'm interrupting comedy for this. Oh, no. <laughs> this <laughs> cinema, like <laughs> film talk. Yeah, don't don't know if I call it comedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, I think that could end. Also, this wasn't comedy. Was, <laughs> both both, both <laughs> things could could stop happening. Yeah, both are true. Uh, both are ending. Garen, what was your bet? <laughs> 18. 18 for Garen. Elliot. Eight. Eight. Mike, you went with? 10. 10. Now, here's where it is. Here's feet. If you will. You might have seen my. I'd never cover it up when I hold this up, but I, I went 20. You are going to be very unhappy with this bet. Oh, God. 21. 21. Oh. And I had 21 available. I, I went with 21. It. All right. If uh, you had both done 21, then what would have happened? Uh, I don't know. Tie. You split. I think we split the, we just split the money. We both get the point. We still both get the end of the year points. Correct. Uh, but I just win the weekly award uh, yeah. of 20. Uh, and that's uh, but your kindness for handing me Fincher. We all knew who I meant. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the the kind goodwill yeah. to a doddering old man. Who's they do that on Jeopardy as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> who is, yeah you, I can describe him. Yeah, you know who I mean. Yeah. They did something. Mike, yeah. you stumbled. You said you bet nine, right? Not ten. Uh, yeah, you stumbled, right? You stumbled. You said nine. You meant nine. Uh, of course I meant nine. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Greg Warren bet 10 a couple weeks ago, so I mean, it's just... On my thing, it says uh, 10 is available. Yeah, okay. that's because we forget to cross it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I bet nine. Can I, I'm going to say this. Now, Mike Kaplan's crossed out the, the number that he used. Um, now he will. Now that he <laughs> thought he did. It <laughs> turns out he crossed out Greg Warren's number. Uh, right, but I mean, uh, I, and I, I love Greg and I love everybody else, but uh, how difficult is it to to do that? And then, uh, then when you're done, cross out the number. Uh, I, I guess I guess we're asking a lot. I don't know. Well, it's, it, it just seems like it's easy for us because we're here every week. But I, I would also do it like if I was on somebody's show and they said pick a number, and then when you're done, when you pick your number, cross that off so that future people can't use it. I would go okay, ten, cross off, move on with my might, life. We, in their defense, I might not always say, and then be sure to cross it off. I, I, I want to say I. It's possible that you did. I don't have a memory. You didn't hear it of being told. But, but if you see a list of numbers and a bunch of them are crossed off. And we're saying I'm not going to do pick, it unless you pick, tell me. Pick yeah. one of the non-crossed off ones. Okay, yeah. he's not going to do it. He's not going to cross it off That's unless fair. he's instructed to. Yeah, we might need a separate special sheet. This whole thing's breaking. <laughs> uh, I would. Lo- I would love. Maybe that is the the answer is to just type up the rules because I I hate dis- I hate. No telling- no no no. We, we you can't hand somebody a piece of paper when the problems still- arrive. You still you still tell them the rules, but then in addition to having that, you the exact same rules. You don't think are Paul Reiser balls that up and throws it in, the, in your face? Well, we make it we make it on a card stock so that he can't crumble. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's laminate this thing. Yeah, Dude, it's still going in someone's face. Just, just yeah. Then you're gonna get cut. <laughs> yeah, you get a sharp then, then it's a frisbee the hitting you in the neck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that feels okay. Uh, Matt Bellnet, please get me some money. I will. Uh, okay, so then that means. Wow. David directed seven? May I ask, uh, what did Paul Reiser have to do with what were, what just happened? Paul, I'm just, I picked any guest that was on the show. Oh, fair enough. One of my favorites. First special I ever saw. 
Oh, the uh, the kid from down the street, kid from New York, three and a half blocks from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three block, that's it. I uh, just rewatched it this past year. Yes, holds up incredibly. I saw it when I was thirteen, and wow. not since. Wow. Like I bought Couplehood. I bought Couplehood on audio cassette. Drove around listening to it when I was seventeen. Love Paul Reiser. I was a thirteen-year-old kid listening to a man talk about how much he loved his bride. You know, <laughs> like being the man of the house for the yeah. first time, not knowing what he was doing. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, uh, loved him so much. Watched the the specials on YouTube, and I'm like, I incorporate like i i i sponged up some of his essence mm-hmm. in ways that i like i'm not like him but if you watch that especially be like oh yeah if you if you watch thinking of me and how i do comedy i i didn't purposefully take things from him gotcha but he's uh, he's in my dna he's surely there yeah that's great he's also in mine and i think if you but if you watched me you wouldn't think there's any paul riser but uh he and richard lewis were my and robert klein my three heroes and uh you you could if you're looking you will see a little bit of each of them in there. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. I saw him last year on my birthday. Paul Reiser? Yeah, in uh, the South Orange, New Jersey. Right. Uh, so good. So He's so good. He's still, he's, he's good. Mm-hmm. It's infuriating that he's a, an amazing actor. And then says, you know what, on the weekends, I'm going to go back to doing stand-up. And he's as good as he was when you and I discovered him back yeah. then. Yeah. Can I tell you, uh, my mom went with me. It yes. was like a birthday present. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, my mom, throughout the pandemic, uh, my grandmother died right at the beginning of it. It was her mother, only child, only child, whole line of only children. And my, so I talked to my mom extensively throughout uh, the lockdown for multiple reasons. And my mom learned how to use all the technology to watch my online shows. I became her activity. Every time I did an Instagram Live or a Zoom show, she would then the next day report back, here's my new top five favorite comedians. It's you and the other comedians that were on the show. That's who, who she remembered. Yeah. Often my friend Liz Glazer. We did a lot of shows together. Liz is very funny. Mm-hmm. And But here was her after we saw Paul Reiser. She had recently seen Seinfeld uh, live a few weeks before. We have seen together Mike Birbiglia on Broadway twice. Right. And so here was, after seeing Paul Reiser, my mom called me, here's my top five favorite comedians. You, number one. Mike Kaplan. Oh, very sweet. Number two, Paul Reiser. Yes. Uh, like a newcomer to the list. Number three, Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. And then tied for four, Seinfeld and Liz Glazer, my friend. Okay. Uh, wow. nice. And then she said, and please don't tell, uh, don't like tell everybody about this because I don't want to getting back to Seinfeld that I prefer <laughs> Paul Reiser. <laughs> Um, I do as well. What about Liz? She's the one who might actually hear this. <laughs> She's down it's, to five. I told Liz. Okay. Yeah. 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 Seinfeld stopped listening to us uh, eight years ago when I badmouthed him for the first time. Uh, did, did Seinfeld listen? Did you badmouth him? Uh, uh, no and yes. <laughs> I don't badmouth him. I think, yeah. he's the, I think he's the greatest comedian of that generation. I, I, I don't think there's a better technician. Uh, I just don't think he's funny. Yeah, like if like in a, as a person, I don't I don't find him funny, and I don't think that is stating anything crazy. You know what though? Now that we're talking about this, I did not think this at the time, and maybe I've never thought this before. But as we're having this conversation, I think Paul Reiser in the '80s was better than Seinfeld in the '80s, and yeah. I and I know at the time maybe you would look at him and go, "No, Seinfeld is doing this better," but. I think Riser was more human. He's more human. He's more human. And that makes a difference. It, this hugely. Is, this may not be as relevant to what you just said, but I don't know who's, what comedian's joke this is. If anyone knows, please let me know because I love it. It's uh, what's the difference between Ooh. Seinfeld and Paul Reiser? It's who are these people versus who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Mike, I was just going to bring up the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. Do you know who that is? I don't. It's so um, good. 
I believe it was just a thing going around, and <laughs> yeah. that like, and for some reason, it was shitting on both of them, and I never understood. <laughs> oh. Like, but they're both great. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you? And but Paul Reiser, I mean, it's his stuff is about his family, his yeah. it, like his yeah. his life. He is mining yes. his life in a way that Seinfeld I've never seen. Yeah. Um, agreed. Right. Yeah. He's talking about, uh, I mean, you know, the go to is, you know, socks. Yeah. But he, you're not wrong, Jimmy. He was the best in the game at doing what he did. And a lot of people were doing the same thing at just observation, like no, no uh, personal stuff. Just here's what I see. You all relate to it. We all have these things. You know, he was a he was master. my second live show at, in 1980. Seven at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. My brother and I went to watch Seinfeld's special being taped. Yeah. The one with the 3D glasses. And we couldn't believe we were seeing Seinfeld live. We couldn't believe it. And yeah. A pony is smaller than a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jerry. Yeah. I, I, will, I will never forget the, uh, the bit about, uh, but you, you don't understand what the reservation is. You have to hold the car. That's what the reservation is. The, the car rental bit. It's just, the, to me, that is like... The quintessential to me, that's quintessential Seinfeld. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, there's a there's a comedian in Boston that I don't think does comedy anymore. Stopped a while ago, named Dan Sullman, who is brilliant. I loved his comedy, so funny. And he would do this on stage. He would tell a joke, and then uh, I think it would probably be like as a saver afterwards. But maybe he did it the same way every time. He tells a joke, and then afterwards he says, "Seinfeld has a joke about how you get the bill when you're done eating." And then he's like, "Why are we ordering? Why are we paying for the food now?" I'm not hungry. I'm not. And, he, and then Dan says, I think my joke's a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a good line. That's a good line. And th- th- it spoke to me because when I first watched Seinfeld, I loved, I loved, you know, but that joke really stuck out to me as I'm like that, you know, there's, there's logic and then there's joke logic. And that one, I understand the joke logic, but it's 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 a stretch for me. It still misses because it's not being presented. It's being presented as real logic. Yes, that's that's what happens when certain like I think certain comedians their mind works a certain way, and then they just got to keep going. They need more jokes and more jokes. And like I, I have to keep writing jokes, and they reach a point where they're like, well. How, is this anything? <laughs> it's like it's it actually isn't. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is not anything. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should have stopped that and be like, "Please, you're uh, you're, you're you're making a fool of yourself." And there's a way that he could have done it to be like a- either afterwards or set, be, like couch it and be like, "I know this is a weird thing. Right. Like, yeah. I, it's a weird thing that I thought." But he's like, "We all we all feel this way, right. do we it's not?" Like, no. Yeah. No, all he had to kidding. say was like, "I don't want to pay for it because I'm not hungry anymore." And you're like, "Yes, now that I accept." Yeah. I'd like to keep all of my money. We get it. Yeah. You know, Jay doesn't touch his. Uh, two of them just talk about their cars. And Fluffy tries to get involved. Oh God! I've, I've also got a. An airplane hangar full of. Uh, I've got buses. We're talking cars, Fluffy. <laughs> what? Uh, how many? What comedian think has the most cars? I would. It's oh, got to be Leno, right? Over, over Jerry. I don't know they how many Jerry have has. Airplane hangers. Well, there was a while where Jerry Jerry was definitely spending more because he had like a floor of a building in Manhattan with cars in it, right? With an elevator. So a he's car definitely elevator. spending more on his car yeah. storage. But I that ah, always yes. made me right think storage. Right. Yeah. That always made me think he had fewer because like there's only so many he could fit on one floor of a building. Maybe he had two floors. I don't know. Maybe our boy our boy might have some answer here. Uh, so here we go. It'll be like when uh, Dane Cook and Dave Chappelle were competing for uh, making the uh, staff at the comedy club the angriest by going <laughs> doing the. The world's you know longest like comedy said, show yes. as like this guy this guy i wonder i would love if seinfeld and jay leno each call each other every once in a while like got a new one be like oh i gotta go get two <laughs> you know? yeah what do you got 
this is weird. Okay, Leno has close to 200 cars in his collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, Se- this is as of 2020, Seinfeld's car collection now boasts at least 150 rare and impressive machines. At least. At, mm. As of 2020. Rare and impressive ones. But what about boring and yeah, about, ones? Yeah, what about yeah. uh, Lamos? Yes, I also yeah. got this Buick LeSabre. Yeah. <laughs> We're not counting that one, Jerry. <laughs> there was a comedian I started out with. Uh, he was he started out before me, but I looked up to uh, Tim McIntyre in Boston. Uh, he was the, the first Reverend? person. The Reverend. The Reverend Tim. You know Tim. Oh, that's great. He... I think he's the first person I see do a joke like this. He's hosting a show. He's like, we've got a ton of great comedians for you and a couple others, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> just beautiful. First time you hear that. Yeah. I, it, it's good I, stuff. It stuck with me. Uh, Matt? Here we, go. Here we go. I will explain it since you are the recipient. I'm the recipient. Mike, what we do here is we pay this out Joker's Wild Style, which means we're going to count to five by five. And this is how we do it. And five. five. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> And uh, that's fun. And you, you get to get a laugh from the guest every time, even though it's the same joke every yeah. time. We Well, I, hopefully some of the audience still enjoys it, too. I don't yeah, know. maybe. <laughs> Just the guest. And Only, I'm not so sure yeah. every guest laughs. <laughs>, 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 <laughs> Mike. Most of them stare in confusion. Actually. And then uh, I've. Yeah, I'll join, too. There was uh, only one bill. Uh, hey, where's that single you're going to give me? Oh, do you want to know who has the most cars in the world? It's insane. Wait, yeah, you mean you mean we know the person? No, you don't. I want to know. You've heard, heard, you've heard of them. I know the, the answer. Number. The number like a, is like a, a large is number. Like Let's insane. guess. Is it like a Saudi prince or something? Is it ten thousand? Not Saudi though. It is not ten thousand. It is less than ten thousand. It is less. Than okay, 10, I'm sorry to spoil your fun. <laughs> right, I'm going to say thirty six hundred. No. Um, I'll say twelve hundred. Elliot already knows the answer. Well, I know who it is, but I don't know what the number is. It's the Sultan of Brunei. It is the Sultan of Brunei. Uh, Has like twenty Ferraris that are like basically molding, and the like the all the leather is falling apart and everything Uh because of the way they stored it. But I want to say it's like six hundred. Six hundred cars. That's what I was saying. Yeah, seems, no. seems low. Based uh, on they're the worth of more this. than five billion dollars. Yeah, six hundred and twelve, and that's just the yeah. storage in Manhattan. Hey. <laughs> An estimated seven thousand cars. That's a lot of cars. Worth more than five cars. billion dollars. What do you so do? With rounding that? to the nearest yeah. ten thousand. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the price is right. Rounding. I would say that Matt was yeah. the closest. Yeah, Matt was closest. Yeah. Matt, what? Wait. Mike was. Yeah. Mike. You were nowhere near it. <laughs> I was the farthest. Almost. Wait, you said twelve thousand. It's a twelve hundred. Oh, twelve hundred. Yeah, I went down because I thought the way Garen was answering, he was acting like you were. Luna, like every every time what did you say 3600 yeah yeah and he was like no like he, he, i don't know why but i was yeah. interpreting that as being like you were way too oh, high oh no i went i i also felt that way okay so that's, I why, not, that's why i went oh, down to 600 i was not alone guys he's not a public speaker <laughs> he's a guy that listens here on weekends and fucks <laughs> how, that's what he does <laughs> how should he he should have said it like no i don't know and then he would have gone higher completely yeah. blank i'm not so sure how he should have but it wasn't what he would happened <laughs> because i too in the future yeah. can you just have siri say it because I can't yes. take yeah, your intonation. Yeah, that's yes. the best. Yes. Siri, please say no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Will that work? Hey, Siri. <laughs> She's not involved right She's now. She's not talking to you. I, I hear you guys are having a going through a thing. Yeah, she caught me fucking somebody in here. <laughs> and she's mad about it. Yeah. Why is she mad? Why is she mad? It seems like she'd be into it. Clingy. Siri, she's also, clingy. if you spell it backwards, uh, the very name of the grandmother that I was speaking of earlier. Iris? Iris. Yeah, that's right. Mm. It's a beautiful name. Grandma Iris. Yeah, love it. Rainbow goddess in uh, some, some ancient mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, we got them in our eyes. We do. We got two eyes, each with an iris, and iris each has two eyes. Two eyes. Yeah. 
It's also a Goo Goo Dolls song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, my grandmother loved it. And a palindrome. Didn't know it. No, she, her, her, the only song that I know that she loved was Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes. Do you know that one? I, that's the only song she knew? Uh, that's the only one that I know that she liked. Oh. She was like, anything that had a drum, anything more modern, she was like, noise. You know? <laughs> I was like, what's music? She's like, you know, Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Lambsy Divey. Yeah. Kiddly Divey, too. Oh, oh I know that. You, of course. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that's what it was and called. You know what? She's not wrong. It's pretty that good. It may be it's, the last best song. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Around when sliced the bread was. The last good song. Yeah. Right, I have to say. Of course. Uh, Mike will be at the car at the car at the Jesus the <laughs> the dynasty the dynasty the dynasty typewriter of comedy yeah. this Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So, uh, so take an opportunity to come out. Uh, I'll be there with these guys, a matinee with Matt and I. <laughs> I can tell you one of us will not be there. I cannot uh, oh, yeah. guarantee that there, Matt Jim will doesn't be. fit in the... Yeah. It'll still be yeah. Matt and I. Yeah, that's right. It would be Matt and me in grammatical yeah, it would be. Uh, assholery. But uh, yeah, I'll be there uh, doing this Edinburgh show. And uh, I also I have a new dry bar special out. Oh. Uh, my, my first one. That's on YouTube as well, right? It's not yet. No, the, oh. the way they do it now is uh, at least for a year. Uh, it's on the app only. So oh. if you want a dry bar uh, subscription where you can, will be the only way to see the full special called Live from the Universe, you can go on drybarcomedy.com, put in Mike Kaplan as your promo code, spelled the way that I spell it. You have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want a free month of oh, dry bar. Free nice. month. Yeah. yeah. Go for a monthly uh, and you get, and put in Mike Kaplan, you get the free month of dry bar. And Sweet. the good news about that is it does not take 31 days to watch Mike's special. Oh, no. It's uh, <laughs> it's under a half hour. It's so, about, about a half. It's so 20, 27 minutes. That's yeah. it, huh? Yeah. You can watch a few other specials as well. But yeah. Uh, take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. There are a lot of good ones. I know. First of all, there's a lot of good ones that I know uh, some people that get uh, millions of views from oh, yeah. their dry bar specials. Yeah. So that... Uh, Mike Siegel's specials on there too, right? Mike Siegel's over there. Yeah. They do a nice job as far as the uh, the presentation of those specials as well. I agree with all that. Uh, I th- boy, it was somebody else. My buddy Fred Klett, who I've not seen in thirty years, but he has one over there, and uh, somebody has, a couple of other people we know uh, that have been on the program mm-hmm. at Dry Bar, and uh, Lenny Schmidt has one over there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we wish uh, we wish all the Dry Bar comedians luck. Thank uh, you. And you shoot that in Ogden. Uh, I think the Provo is that the it was same. Provo, yeah, yeah, I think it was Provo. All right, and uh, a lot of restrictions. I'm understanding. It wouldn't affect your life, but would it affect you? You're a you're a fairly clean comedian. I'll tell you this. Uh, I I had in uh, in a spe- in my first hour special. Yes, small dork and handsome. There is a joke about fisting that I couldn't do in the dry bar special. Right, uh, and wouldn't wouldn't have wanted to. Uh, <laughs> but also, when I was traveling with the last comic standing top five from 2010, including the now deceased, sadly, uh, Mike DiStefano, uh, wonderful Boy, comedian. When did Mike DiStefano pass away? 2011. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, different different Mike D. I'm thinking of the right person. Chris DeCefano? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yes. Thank yeah. you. He, he's fine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think. I literally yeah. was like, that's that's breaking news. <laughs> oh, I, no, no, I no, did no. not know. Okay. Yes. Uh, the, the man who at the time was in his 40s, uh, now would be closer to 60. Uh, Mike D. Mike D. We called him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So who else was on that tour, Mike? Uh, uh, the winner of that year was uh, Felipe Esparza. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Tommy Jonagan. Uh, Jonathan number two, Tommy? maybe one of the best joke writers. Oh, so good. The two of you on the same show, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Right after, we probably uh, uh, split the vote of people who look like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, who do I vote for with glasses? You know, <laughs> truly, if they the way they did it, when it was the top 10, they eliminated three one week, and then they, uh, Lori Kilmartin among them, mm-hmm. I believe. I remember that. Uh, yeah. And then they eliminated one the following week, and then one, and then they went from five to one. And if they had done it a different way, that I think the voting 
often certainly could have broken down differently. Yeah. Because if you have different people to vote for, then you're gonna move your vote. But yeah, so Tommy came in second. Okay. I think right after was like, you know, uh, there's something about standing in another man's confetti on stage on national television. <laughs> you know, uh, number three, Roy Wood Jr. Roy Wood, Jesus. yeah, fantastic. Well, he's, he's this season, time. this might have been the be- the strongest season. What a strong think season. About. There's a, there's a lot of great creamy things. Uh, yep. Uh, I think yeah, among the people who didn't make it to the top ten include like a Joe List, Nikki Glaser. Like yeah, it was a yeah. it was a powerhouse. Right. Uh, number four was Mike D. Number five was me. Wow. Uh, so I'm four now. But you. Uh, yeah. So I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're asshole. Uh, but uh, so you're on this tour. And oh yes. And Mike D. If you're not familiar, he is uh, what the sweetest man, 23 hours a day, and then on stage like the filthiest. You right. know. And people ask him like, Hey, why why do you do that? And he's like, I do that so I can do this. You know. I I'm this way there so I can be a Buddhist elsewhere. Mm. Um, and so people would listen to his stuff and come up to me afterwards and be like, thank you for being so clean. I'm like, I talked about fisting for a few <laughs> minutes, you know? Uh, and so this is all to say, uh, in August of 2021, leading up to when I recorded the Drybar special in 20, in September of 2021, it's been a little while, uh, they have a backlog. Uh, my girlfriend and I were on tour, the first tour since the pandemic began. Like we went out in July, came back in August, driving home from Chicago. Uh, I won't mention that in Michigan, but uh, <laughs> we listened back to the five albums that I had released uh, between 2010 and 2020. And uh, she took notes as I drove, uh, and we're like, "That could be one. That could be one. You know, like that one mentions coffee. We can't have that. That you uh, cannot mention. Coffee. You probably can, but you know, that's just a Mormon joke uh, <laughs> because we're filming in Utah. But yeah. they truly like there are jokes." They, they were like, please don't tell jokes that are like mean about your partner. You know what I mean? Like they wow. much more the mo- most stringent requirements. But we listened back to my five hours of comedy and came up with about an hour that I was like, I think this hour, if they wanted me to do an hour, I could do this hour. And then we I whittled it down to a half hour of jokes that I'm like, you know, the the greatest, cleanest hits. So yeah. I didn't have to write anything specific for it, uh, but definitely. 80% of what I've created, I think, wouldn't have been the best for it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I, but I, yeah, I do think I generally, uh, I'm going to do a workshop for children tomorrow. <laughs> I was invited to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, my comedy is, uh, many, much of it is accessible to many ages yeah. yes, and, uh, and demographics. But even you were a little bit handcuffed with these uh, Well, they, And you, they don't want you to talk about drugs, right? Like, they don't. So, I do talk about that yeah, you do talk about at drugs. times. Yeah. Uh, but I think kids should be learning um, <laughs> from me about uh, entheogens, psilocybin, you know, your psychedelics. But uh, yeah, 100 percent. I I didn't I've actually pref- I was happy to have the constraint. I knew that I would be able to, you know, rise to fill, you know, the the limitations put on me. But if they were like, do whatever you want and you have, you know, a bunch to choose, like it's it's sometimes help, more helpful yeah, to yeah. have somebody say, what if you could only do things that started with E? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I, I would talk about my electric car. Easy. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. Yeah. Do some E. The gentleman's <laughs> name is Mike Kaplan. The special is on the Dry Bar app. You heard the promo code. Matt well, probably has already said it in the mm-hmm. uh, in the plugs. Mike, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you for subscribing. On behalf of the Pop Goldrum, he's looking over there. He's tired of motherfucking over the weekend. <laughs> That's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. That is the horizontal monopoly, Elliot Hogberg, the Honcho Matt Belknap, and our good friend Mike Kaplan. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at nevernotfunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. 
Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.